Baraka Mama. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. Merry Christmas and all of that good stuff. Hey, Rhonda, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you for holding the fork down for us, lady. Merry Christmas, Tara. Helen, Carmel, everyone. What's up, Stacy, Jen? What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 111. Mm. Ticking is ticking. That's a magical number, you see. Those that know, know. But 111 is a magical number. Yeah. So tonight, we got to make sure that Uncensored Mind is a magical night. I mean, it is Christmas night, for goodness sake. Yes. And we thank all of y'all for rocking with us because we know that you're tired. If you're like me, you're tired. Those kids fool. <laughs> and you're fool. You've been eating all day. Oh my goodness. I've been a pig. I'm 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 slightly embarrassed of myself. Oh no. Just just slightly. For, though, KD. This is huh? I said that's what the holidays is for. This is the time for you to indulge, you know? Yeah. All and the goodies. And I indulge in mine and my ancestors, too. I, I just have to work it off. <laughs> There's Mr. T in the comments, everybody. Make yeah. sure that you throw up those exploding heads. Throw up all of our signs. Just put those emojis in there so we can get the algorithm out. Yes, absolutely. So, Ish, how was your Christmas day as a whole? It was good. It was good. Nice and quiet. Um, not too busy. Our family is very spread out. So unfortunately, you know, we don't do the big family gatherings, but it was exactly how it needed to be. Um, it was perfect. It was a perfect day. How was yours? It was good. Um, actually, my family, we got together. You know, it was nice for us to get together because it's been a couple of Christmas since we all got together. So even though it was cold, everybody weathered the cold and they all came and we had fun and we ate. So I'm going to, with that, I'm going to go into the affirmation. And that is affirm to always keep those family ties strong. Our ancestors built those bonds. And it is up to us to continue to build those bonds. Now, Christmas um, for kids, Christmas is magical. And the older we get, the less magical it becomes for us. But that's when we have to go inside and pull out everything that we need to be grateful for all the things that we have. Because we sometimes forget in the midst of us not having what we want to have. We forget what we're blessed to have, and that is love. You have love in places that you never knew that you had it. So we have to learn to be open to love and appreciate love, because love come in many forms from many different people and things. And with that being said, let's get ready for some uncensored minds tonight. Yay. What's up, KD? How you doing? All right, now. Right. What's up? 
right now it's just the two of us. Um, pretty um, Aisha be joining us in a moment. She just getting her, she just getting her one twos together. But as you all, as we all know, today is the the big day, uh, December twenty fifth. Um, Merry Christmas to all, <laughs> and hopefully y'all all has had a good night. Um, let's get into the icebreaker question of the day, and it goes a little something like this: What's your favorite Christmas gift or memory? Katie, I'll let you go first. Whew, you know, now when I got that, I've been thinking and thinking. Now, y'all know I got to think back to dinosaur days, right? Um, but my most memorable childhood Christmas is I wanted a keyboard. Couldn't play a lick, but I wanted that keyboard. And I was going to have a fit unless I got that keyboard. And my mom got that keyboard for me. Um, I think I was 10, maybe. We didn't have in the room, in the living room for it, but she like moved tables and stuff out of the way just to satisfy me on that keyboard. So that's my most memorable childhood Christmas. For the icebreaker question of the day, if y'all wasn't here or just coming in the room, what's your favorite Christmas gift or memory? Each, what's yours? Um, I will have to, how do, how do I sound? I sound okay? Much better. Okay. Um, I will have to say that my most memorable Christmas would have to be when I got a rainbow bright and an easy bake oven in the same sitting. I was no more good. You couldn't tell me anything. I had my little baby doll and I had my little easy bake stuff going on and I was just in heaven. Um, and I don't think anybody could pull me away from those two things for the entire day. I didn't eat. I didn't want to do anything else. That was it. And it's funny because you think back to those, um, you know, those Christmas years where toys just made you happy, the simplest things, you know, it wasn't a lot of money um, <clears throat> to get those things, but it was two things that I really wanted and I got them in the same Christmas. So I was super excited about that. What's up people? Nice. I'm going to go. My, my favorite um, Christmas gift or memory was <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One of the greatest gifts. Thank you to the Dallas Cowboys for giving me a win yesterday giving us a win, Dallas Nation, um, making a lot of people in Philadelphia eat their words. Um, it was a memorable experience just because I um, got an opportunity to see it up close, um, you know, just making sure that, you know, I had a good time celebrating a win. So that was my, that's one of my favorite Christmases, Christmas gives up, like just being able to celebrate, breaking the hearts of these Eagles fans hmm. and, and letting them know that, Cowboys is here, baby. <laughs> I can't. Uh, shout out to the game team, man. Y'all all right, man. I, I just want to send out some strength, you know, some prayers and strength for everybody. Who, who, <laughs> the team, you know, their hearts were broken yesterday like it was the end of the world. It was, yes. just, it was just one game. Y'all could calm down a little bit, you know. Everybody's still alive. <laughs> yeah, we should have won that though we should have won that i think that's why it was so heartbreaking because we let it slip through our fingers we I shouldn't have lost that at all for me i i ain't one of those ones who call you and gloat 
throw it up in your face. It's a game at the end of the day. It's all in fun. But I had so many people call my phone yesterday upset. Like, I didn't, like, with, with beef and energy, I was just like, why y'all so That's upset? what I'm saying, though. That's the thing about the, the green team fans. Like, even when they lose, they mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> what you for me about? Like, they was like, well, you, you beat our backup quarterback. No one said that in Dallas when y'all beat us with our backup quarterback. Right. And was a win. Right. And the win was a win yesterday. So I just don't be understanding the, the, the heat, the heat, the hate that come along with with the fans of the Philadelphia Eagles. You dig? I know I'm a Philadelphian, so that means, you know, Philadelphia runs through my blood. But at the end of the day, like, it, it's weird. Like, y'all have the same energy that y'all had when y'all lose, or when y'all win, y'all sore losers in that show yesterday. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it is what it is. <laughs> But see, I was quiet. Now you didn't get you got some hate nah, mail from me in what? the beginning, but then after I didn't, I didn't even say nothing. I just said it, congrats. How many people like y'all been doing this all season? 13 and 1, 12 and 1, 2 4. It, it's, it's, it's been, yeah, you know I mean, y'all been y'all been riding. I ain't heard shit. <laughs> we've been we've been quiet. Nah, it's y'all hurt. been quiet. It's y'all hurtful. Been quiet. It's hurtful. Y'all been hating. So right. y'all went from 13 and 1 and all the Eagles flying on y'all page to oh y'all be the backup right. and that's what I said. They never no. keep the same energy. That's yeah. why, that's I'm, why saying I'm saying 13 and 2. I'm saying 13 and 2. And next week we're gonna be back at it. Oh, it's cool because we we 12 and 3. So what we talking about? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, yeah, y'all not too far behind, but what I'm saying is is I ain't screaming, oh, but y'all won oh, with, four, with I... our backup quarterback, but like it is with this, we gonna get back to business. We gonna get back to basics, and let's have it. We'll see y'all again, maybe, right, possibly. Can I tell my Christmas story while y'all? Yes, please. While y'all I, I was just going right before. Oh, now I got you two on the Cowboys gear. I'm a, I'm gonna live up to my end Can of the bet. Yes, sir. Please. Um, I want to say I do have fond memories of like getting bikes that I wanted or things like that. But I would say my favorite Christmas memory would be like when my kids were both like little at at the age where they were starting to understand. So when my daughter was like six and my son was like four and they're still like, daddy, I got Spider-Man <laughs> and all that little cute shit. That would yeah. be, you know, my favorite Christmas memory. Shout out, Aww. shout out, shout out, shout out to Katie's son. He just had a birthday. We can't go without saying shout outs yes. to that. You know what I mean? Happy Katie, birthday. Happy yeah, birthday. happy birthday yes. to my boy. He turned another yeah, year man. older. On Capricorn season, what up? Capricorn season, what up? S gang, what up? What we doing? <laughs> and y'all huh? all the same, aren't you? I love y'all. <laughs> I love y'all to, to death. But Lord Jesus. <laughs> Lord Jesus is all I can say. <laughs> oh man! All right, people. Does anybody else in the chat have any uh, favorite Christmas memories before we move on? Because there's a lot of drama, and then we'll, you know, I have a fun game for y'all in ideology tonight. We're not going to do too much spice. I want to lighten up the mood since it's a holiday, and I think the topics on this specific show is going to start enough shit <laughs> by itself. Oh <laughs> so, shit! 
I should have so I should have had a drink. I should have had my drink ready. Just locked yeah, them yeah. up. Yeah. You know what? I, I think I'm gonna go get right. my drink. I got right. Listen, I, I didn't know this. Oh, I would have so, been prepared in advance. So, so part one of the spice, Tory Lanez was found guilty on all charges. Wow. Damn, Tory. That's a bad look. That man is now facing 20 years in prison. He has been taken after the guilty verdict came down. He was taken right into custody um, by the L.A. Sheriff Department. And he now sits in an L.A. County jail awaiting his sentences to see how long he will get to be behind bars. As T-shirt so eloquently says. Free Only for shooting her in the foot. Yeah, Katie. Just for shooting her in the foot. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it's charges, and then they stack the charges. So the judge—that's why they say he could face up to twenty years, because it really all depends on how the judge sentence them. If the judge runs it concurrently, then that means the sentences run together for each charge, or he could stack them and they could run consecutive. Um, so he could be facing up to twenty years, depending on how he's sentenced on each charge. And even still, since he's a native uh, Canadian. Sorry. He's probably going to be deported, so he'll probably never be allowed back in the U.S. In the United States. But yeah, illusion comes in from the testimony of eyewitnesses. One That's what I'm White <laughs> man at that in particular says, I seen a woman, a woman fire the shot right. that hit Megan Thee Stallion, and then Tory Langs took the gun and shot the gun in the air to empty the clip. Right. With all that being said, he still was found guilty. Right. So this, this is the first time that I've seen a trial where it, it looked on the outside that the prosecution shot was getting their ass kicked. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden on the final day, they said, you know what? Guilty on all charges. Wow. <laughs> we just all know. Yeah. All knew he was going to be exonerated like he was going to be absolutely and we was going to look at mag a different way but <laughs> as the as the world turns that wow dirty that was a shocker and i was yeah, shocked that was a shock middle of neiman marcus right. talking to mike from gang seven y'all <laughs> know who that is <laughs> and the guilty verdict came down people just was in the store just gasped like oh my god like for real right and it, that is true so it's crazy. How y'all feel about that? What y'all what's y'all thoughts? Ladies, y'all want to go first? Yeah, I mean, for me, I was very shocked because again, it's very rare that you find someone being convicted when there is not any um, you know, uh, physical evidence corroborating the story. So, yeah, you can have a whole bunch of people lining shit up and saying X, Y, and Z, but typically the the DNA evidence or the ballistic evidence is normally what seals the deal. And in this case, that wasn't clear. It, it was actually said the opposite. Um, so it's it's wild to me how he was convicted without that. Mm. I'm I'm just sitting up here flabbergasted because he shot her in the foot. And they're <laughs> they're acting like he shot her in the head. I mean, he could have easily said that you know the gun slipped or whatever but i mean I, i'm i'm no legal beagle but that just seemed pretty excessive to me 
to have that amount of time stacked on me. Um, all I know is I was at work and I didn't know this verdict was coming this soon. And my son had sent me a text, you know, showing me what was going on or whatever. And I just, you know, responded to my son and I just told him, you know, be careful, son, because you can hurt one of these females' feelings and they can send you away for the rest of your life just because their feelings are fucking hurt. <laughs> so I just was relaying the message to my son to be careful because this is a travesty amongst all travesties. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. And as each said, you know, our resident legal um, analyst on the show, she said a lot of the evidence pointed the di opposite direction, right. the direction of the best friend or the friend that was there. The ballistics um, showed that he didn't have any gun residue on his, well, uh, actually the, the fingerprints didn't match his, it matched her. Um, the gunpowder was found in his hands, but it also was found on the, on the young ladies as well, who was the believed the, the trigger men in the situation. Um, you know, different eyewitnesses, different accounts, even the young lady's testimony. And, you know, we all just were like, we was looking at Megadeth. And then here comes this shocking verdict that came down that, you know, just took it a whole different way. And I can understand um, Tori's family being being very, very adamant and voice, boisterous in that courtroom, then coming out in the courtroom and saying how big of a travesty this is because the evidence that we were shown, that we was talked, that it was told to us, that was argued back and forth, Tory was, was exonerated, right? He was absorbed of any wrongdoing. But then to get this verdict of being guilty, it just was like, it was weird. That's why I can sympathize when T told his son, be careful because you're, you already are uphill battle being a black man. Right. Now also are fighting uphill battle being a man versus a woman anyway. Right. And he says, she said, and then just the color of our skin and the judicial system is just, has never, <laughs> you know, weighed on our side. So that's why it's like super, super crazy and it's baffling how this could be. Right. You know, just like the father said, you know, maybe Rock Nation, who is her management company, um, is behind this, meaning they, you know, that's that's a big, large engine that right. may have paid, uh, paid off a couple of people, you know, may have, whatever the case may be, you know, who knows, but it's just another black young man, another young black man's freedom stripped away from him when the evidence clearly proved that it wasn't him who pulled the trigger. Right. You know what I mean? But one thing I will say is this is a this should be a life lesson to all of us is when there's altercation, the best course of action is just get the fuck up out of there. Right. But even when you can't safeguard yourself and do everything that you can to get either get up out of the situation or get as far away from it as you can because you never know how it's going to play out, be it guilty or not guilty. Mm -hmm. I also want to say that um, I don't want to point so much blame at Meg because she has her own traumas that she's dealing with, with her mom dying, 
and her being the actual person that was injured. I wouldn't say she was shot in this situation, but she was injured. So she does have her own traumas dealing with this case. And she wasn't the one, you know, pursuing uh, charges against Tori. Uh, the news had got out that the situation had happened or whatever. And the police took it amongst themselves to, you know, push forward with this case. So I want to take some of the heat off of her. And, you know, just realize what just happened to this black man. All right. Look now, why that face now? <laughs> that can happen though, you know, like the 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 complaining witness not necessarily wanting to move forward with the charges, but the prosecution still having the ability to to move forward um, you know, in the prosecution, even if the witness doesn't want to move forward with it. Right. You got beef now? <laughs> <laughs> now said fuck that. I got she she knew. She wanted it. You know why I say I got beef? Because she went on this whole media campaign. Right. And herself the victim. Right, so but that, that, that's what I was trying to say. The, those That's all an emotional breakdown. This is I, not I, even like a thing. That's all just these female emotional breakdowns. I get it. But if she had no intentions on going forth with it, you don't go on Good Morning America. Right. You don't sit with Gail. Right. You don't cry. You don't go on lives and defame the character when you know what the real story is. Were you trying to protect your girlfriend, which a real friend would? Hopefully you was trying to do that. Right? right. But then you see when you get in the courtroom, you how your friends flip on you. Right. Because who she thought was an ally went on there and told the truth to right. save her soul. When she realized that her testimony wasn't going to incriminate her, right. then Shorty was going, Shorty was a faucet. Right. Running. Mm-hmm. Right. And she was and she was saying, nah, none of this shit happened like that. Right. Like this. Right. And when you get eyewitness testimonies, when you get ballistic results back, which is supposed to be um scientific proof that you know one thing or another led to, to this bit happening, and then not, and nothing comes of it that is pointing the finger at the person that was found guilty, it bothers me. Oh, it's Again, definitely it's like, definitely bothering me. I'm still just yeah, <laughs> like Lady B, she makes a good point how prosecutors, these judges, right. and this system is flawed and how mm-hmm. you can strip the life mm-hmm. of of anyone, especially mm-hmm. our kind, by hearsay, right. right? He's gonna be another statistic, another black man who was in the system, regardless mm-hmm. of fame or fortune, is another statistic that corroborates their, um, their story about us that we thugs right that harm that we that we will harm each other especially our very own mm-hmm. but one thing is for sure who's for certain let's not let this get lost in translation we got to do better protecting our black women as well right mm-hmm. that's one thing that we got to step up and do as a as a culture society and as a, as, as a group of people but more importantly as men and also women we have an opportunity also to protect our black men as well when you start when you find yourself so enraged or you find yourself getting to a point of whatever be it male or female the best thing to do is walk away and defuse the situation Mm -hmm. 
because now after we sit back and we think about it, damn, I don't want to get this person in trouble now. The cycle is already, the, mo the motion has already been perpetuated. Right. Now yeah. they had to carry out and, and make an example of this kid. Facts. Right. Facts. Mm. man. Preach. Yeah. When did they say he was going to be sentenced? I think he said in January sometime. Wow. Well, he got to yeah. Huh? He has to sit till then, right? He has yeah. to sit till then, yeah. Man. And some not all the time, dude. It's crazy. I'm surprised that they um you know that they revoked his bill at that point in time. You know, most of the judges has discretion to allow an individual to remain out until sentencing, and they're normally taken into custody at sentencing. Um, but the judge seemed like that he had like a little, you know, hard on or something. Yeah. Because he didn't have to revoke his bill right then and there. I mean, maybe the laws are a little different there, but typically there is some discretion. No, I mean these are hold on, hold on now. I mean, these are things that you know <clears throat> I talk to my son about often because I try to let him know that um don't put yourself in these positions because you never know how the judge is gonna come in on that particular day. Like mm -hmm. people could just come in on that day and feel like fuck you today. <laughs> and and that's the end of you. Like, it's because they in a bad mood that day. And you don't have no control over that. So, yeah. then, so true. Also from another country. Right. He's from Canada, so his primary residence. See, so is is Canada. So they may have thought that you know he can go back to Canada and not face charges. But three mm -hmm. those that are innocent, maybe he'll get another trial. Maybe they're. I'm sure his um, his legal team was probably going to appeal the decision. Um, and where they thought they had an airtight case, probably getting even stronger, you know, with more evidence and, and, and more testimony from those that seen the case. So, you know, everything that, you know, shout outs to everybody that's involved. Hopefully, you know, they're just due when their fair day in court will come again, <laughs> again, again, again. Um, moving on to the next topic is all about it. You know, I mean, people going wild. This is the wild year. Right, we've been going wild all year, and now it's the kids again. Last week it was the kids, this week it's the kids, and the, the kids, kids this week the are the rich and entitled kids, not the broke kids, but the rich and entitled kids. Little Romeo versus his father, Master P, and Bow Wow versus his father, Jermaine. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, um, Twitch. As we all know from the Ellen show, also TikTok fame, also, you know, from all the different platforms that Twitch had committed suicide, as we all know. A number of different celebrities, athletes posted their condolences. Master P posted something as well in regards to Twitch, which prompted little Romeo to throw some shade out there that people court. And people was like, well, who was he talking about? And y'all know, you know, you got the, the, the investigators, social media investigators found out that he was talking about his own father. But that's and, all this all stems from Romeo being like, um, you posting this and you wasn't even there for their sister who had just recently committed suicide. Absolutely. So he was feeling some type of ways for you post something for somebody in the industry, but you don't post for your own child. Right. Also, you're doing your own child dirty. Right. You have you had me on rap snacks and you had me on all of these these things that made money, 
And I'm just now at 30 something years old, starting to see my first check from my likeness, which is he felt was ill. Ill will. If you gonna use me, I should have been getting paid from the stuff. That's wrong. So, so no, so no, let me let me ask you this as if you were um a head of the household and this is the family business and you're using this to take care of the the whole family are you really taking from the son or are you taking care of the family nah see that's the thing i'm not a rich entitled bastard <laughs> i'm a broke <laughs> i'm a broke left right i understand that as the head of the household the father the the architect to putting these things together my right. record label right which I signed you and gave you an opportunity to get out there on a big scale. Right. Your father, who allowed you to go out there and be an actor at a young age. Right. Your father, who put you in comfortable situations all your life. Right. So at some point, as a child, I had to understand that that comes along with the business. Right. Now... What, what these kids don't understand it or these new generations or just something, you know I mean, even people don't understand that it's a simple conversation. No. Why run a social media when you could have just, we could have had a conversation. Right. You're a man now. You right. felt big enough to go out there and do this. You could have felt big enough to stand in front of me and had this conversation. But I do want to say that Romeo did say that they've had these conversations, you know, numerous times and he's just tired of pee, you know, putting on this facade that everything's good with the family that everybody's making money and you know that everything is on the up and up and i don't feel like things are that way yeah and i can understand but it's just now i'm gonna play devil's advocate Go ahead, with, love, with love romeo hold on hold on <laughs> hold on hold on before we get into that we have to be reminisced that katie had a crush on little romeo well, go ahead. Stop. Please stop. Before you came along, it was this was a thing. <laughs> go ahead. This was a thing. Well, I ain't mad at you, I've honestly. I mean, him. him I as older you that. Now, him I, I as admire his little body. I mean, I'm yeah, I admire his little body. Um, his, his body grew up, and I did yeah, that's admire his body, but that was as far as it went. But I'm playing devil's advocate because um, I can't help but to wonder, did his dad put him out there in all that stuff for his own selfish reasons to make money because he was in a position to put his son in, you know, in those places. Right. But he didn't have to do that because he was already successful. He could have put anybody in that position. But was he that successful? Ooh. Hell yeah. He was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know who Master P is. I know, but Romeo is coming out saying that his dad has been pretending. Mm -hmm. Pretending what? So though? again, what was he really that financially so, successful? All right, so let's play. Let's let's keep it there then, right? Master P put on his brothers, right. Steve Murder and Silk the Shocker, right? He gave opportunities to all of their family members right. to earn money in the right. family in that business. Mm -hmm. As my son, 
would you not feel a type of way if I didn't give you that same opportunity? If I oh, had yeah. that big of an opportunity? So it's oh, not yeah. about him taking or or monetizing off of Romeo. I'm sure Romeo wanted to do the same thing as well. Just think, him and Bow Wow was right. 1A, 1C. Right. Bow Wow being 1A and Romeo being 1C at the time. And they both, for, I mean, Romeo always tried to catch little Bow Wow. Right. So I'm sure but, loved the I'm, attention that he was getting and that fame that came along oh, with. I don't know what you saying, KD. As as young as Romeo started, I don't think that he made that decision to get into the entertainment business himself. He was very young. I mean, I remember when the child was like forced. nine. He wasn't forced to. He wanted to be a rapper. This is a thing. He said he did. Right. <laughs> he's not challenging. The fact that he was thrust into the limelight, he's 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 not saying none of that. He's just saying he doesn't he doesn't appreciate right. not being taken care of the way that he should have that he feels or he should be taken care of. Right, and I'm not saying that he did not want to be in there, but I'm just asking. I'm just posing the question: Did his dad see the opportunity? That's called you know business. to to make money off of his child. As he should. That's called business. Right. <laughs> so he pimped his son out. Okay, it's called business. <laughs> if I'm running, if I'm running a huge business and my son wants to be in the business and I can put him right here in the business, why wouldn't I do that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But he didn't pay him, he said. KD, he's grew up no, in a mansion his whole fucking life. He, he didn't grow up in the projects. He grew up in the mansion his whole fucking life. Cut it out. You got a point. You got a point. He didn't say my father's not Pammy. He said this is the first time I'm seeing money off the rap snacks. Right. Story oh, seeing man. money off the record contracts and and all of the things that they was doing there. You know, as some, he he grew up to be a movie star, right? He was in movies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure he got money off of that. I'm, I'm not saying he got pimped out, but you know, some people sometimes believe they're worth more than what they're really worth, right? And they right. Want more than what they they always want more because they want more, right? Yeah, it's you know, that's the situation. I mean, I mean, it, that's what I was asking though. So it's basically like. If my face is on the cover of this rat's next bag, would I be mad if you shared that money with the family? That's the that's what the question is, KD. Are you mad that mm -hmm. the money is being shared with the whole family, but your mm -hmm. face is on the bag? Are you mad at that? No, I'm not mad at it. No. Because like like you say, Master P was the breadwinner of the house. Right. And he did pave the way. So you know, I'm I'm just playing devil advocates for Romeo, but I can see your point as well. I mean, I I know how kids can be ungrateful. Trust me, mm -hmm. I do know how kids can be ungrateful, and it do take um, the parents to use the resources to keep the business rolling. So I just think it's real. I just think it's real foul. Though. I smell, I smell bullshit. Not from none of y'all. But from Romeo itself, because when Master P and, and Romeo's mother got a divorce, if y'all remember, the divorce right. was very messy. Right. Romeo picked the side. Right. And the side he picked was his father. Right. Because the money was coming in. The right. fame was mm -hmm. the opportunities were still there on that side. So if you felt that way, Romeo, you chose to roll with your your pop 
and disconnect yourself from your mother. Now, at this age, now you feel like maybe your opportunities ain't as plentiful as they once were. Now, now you're singing a different song. So now I say make it make sense. If you want to choose a side at some point, you got to understand that that side, you got to stay on that side and take mm -hmm. that, take whatever comes with that. Yeah. But and not only, but not, on, but not only, not only that, no, Master P has been for the last several years or so has been saying, all right, Romeo, take the fucking reins. Yeah. <laughs> take the yeah. fucking reins. If you want to run shit, get your ass up here and run shit. But that's the entitlement shit. of these kids that are spoiled, right? Or yeah. had, never had to really go out there and do nothing, but right. just was put in a position because you were my son and I had the power. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they said that too. Um, he, he was a, an executive producer on Growing Up Hip Hop. Right. And he kind of was getting tired of being in that position. So Master P had to kind of finagle him out of contracts right. in order for him to be able to sit down, which in turn was losing money. So it's like, how much do you really want to get out of a bag if you are in an executive producer seat that you don't want and you right. want to step down and I got to work to get you out of money? So, right. you know, it, it's, it's a lot of different arguments that Master P has as well. It, it, to kind of make it seem like, like Nell said, that you know his position, little Romeo's position, is bullshit. Right. Yeah. What him and Angela had issues because of. It. Right. Right. Because of his his business dealings and him just being a baby. Right. Mm -hmm. Flip side, mm -hmm. let's go to Mr. Bow Wow and his daddy Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> right. So Jermaine Dupree was on a on a radio show. He he was talking about. You know the, the the impact of culture and his 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 impact on the culture and what he's done for the culture for people that truly don't know Jermaine Dupree has done a lot out here for a lot of people unearthed a lot of things and he was on a radio show and said this I created 106 in Park I created 106 in Park myself I came to Stephen Hill with the idea and right. said yo we got to create a show that's going to rival TRL MTV right. got TRL which highlights that side of the culture and right. it ain't ours right. we need a show on bet that's going to not only rival that but kick trl's ass and make it just about us right he said he went to stephen hill and the powers to be at bet and created this show and mr 106 and park as y'all know bow wow for offense to that because bow wow said no you don't know no you didn't that was all BT's idea. And I made I made 106 in Park because at the time I was hot. I was there every week. My video stayed in rotation. Right. 106 in Park was was me. And then the brat jumped in and said, yo, Bawa, like chill, bro. Chill. Like you gotta understand, Jermaine Dupree created a lot of opportunities for you because you was the hot thing out there and we needed platforms you needed those platforms to be what you are today right. or what you was back then by wild to people to get exposures to you not only that no i want to know what is by wild's purpose in that? <laughs> like what are What's you even talking now? about when jd is the one writing your fucking songs like yeah, pretty much <laughs> what is your purpose of even saying anything then is the, the plot thickens because then Stephen Hill at, at BT said, hold up, let's pump the brakes for a minute. Jermaine Dupree is a great producer, 
a great man. But I and my people created 106 in Park as a way to get exposure to our culture. As as much as Jermaine Dupree has added to the culture, he did not create this. And Bow Wow kind of made sure he posted it for the world to see that he had receipts that Jermaine didn't. I take offense at Bow Wow for the same very thing that he just said. He gave you an opportunity. He took you from Snoop and made you the biggest artist on the planet for right. years. Right. He made your name a household name for years to come. He right. gave you an opportunity to feed yourself, your family, and your family's family right. for a very long time. Hold on now, because I want to address what Marilyn is talking about. Marilyn, this is not about when Bow Wow was the, the host of 106 and Park. This is about the inception of 106 and Park when Bow Wow was the number one uh, video for eons and they had to retire, start retiring his videos because he was the most popular artist at the time. So this is not about him being the host of the show or AJ and Free. This is about how it started and Bow Wow being the music artist that he was. Absolutely. And I think too, like it's important to realize in any aspect, like an idea can start the size of a pea. So maybe what JD is saying, like I created the idea. Yes, right. BET effectuated that. They they put the wheels in motion. They did all of that. And Bow Wow stood on the platform and was able to make it just blow up. You know what I mean? Um, but 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 JD coming up with the idea itself is the creation and the birth of right. something you know what i mean spectacular no it takes it takes a whole bunch of people to put things into motion you know what i mean but jd starting and coming up with the idea don't take that away from him simply because he didn't necessarily make all the wheels spin right absolutely who knows jermaine dupree could have said something to the people like yo i think we need a show or whatever and right. that a contribution that's starting something that okay. was a necessary need but mm -hmm. the problem i have again is with these entitled ass kids <laughs> the, <laughs> i got to agree with the you versus reality and we're going to use that term a lot tonight entitlement <laughs> versus reality the entitlement is i think i'm so big now my name is so strong that i don't need the people that gave me the opportunity to have my name such as as important as it is Jermaine Dupree gave you that social mm -hmm. death was before you Bow Wow right. Jermaine Dupree hired writers to write tracks for you to become little Bow Wows the T.I.s of the world right. the Hunter Austins of the world mm -hmm. the people that are behind the scenes creating you right. is how you got here and you slap the person in the face that right. gave you an opportunity. Sometimes shutting the fuck up is the best op the best medicine you can do. Let that man have that. If he wants to say that he created something, who are you to say he didn't? Didn't, right. Right. That's right. And Bow Wow always seemed to be going against the grain. And, like and even yeah. at the time, even at the time of this. Wow, I was a little kid. You don't even fucking remember what happened. Right. <laughs> All like you remember is where you supposed to be. Like right. them telling you you're gonna be on 106 and Park or you're gonna be right. this day and the third. Like 
really what business meetings was he sitting at that age? What what business no. meetings was he sitting down at making decisions or really listening to the shaking and moving that's going on within, you know, creating a show or what have you? Like probably not much. My man he just figured because his music was popping at the time mm-hmm. that he's entitled. My man Meek said it the best. I have not Probably. beefed nobody I got money with. Not hmm. If I got money with you, I ain't beefing with you. I don't give a fuck. Right. No, and I am never ever going to beef with you or let the world know I got an issue with you because you put something in my hand that I I couldn't put in my hand at the time. You gave me an opportunity to, to, to make it. Right. Stop it, people. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye-bye. Um, Chill out. Chill out. As we move on, um, I think that... Uh, no, it's gonna be the shit starter tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, See, this is crazy. Where's my drinking? I got a little people. I think no will be the shit starter tonight. So look no, at you, KD. You all ready to go. Yeah, listen. I'm trying to keep that. But you know what I mean? It's, it's just it's it's crazy. But let's go right into what we'll be talking about, right? And this next segment right here, I told you I was going to hear this word a couple of times. It's called entitlement versus reality. What does that mean to you, right? So many times we have people who have this sense of entitlement that if it ain't their way, it's no way. Right. And the reality of the fact is, okay, you can have it that way, but you got to do things to make it that way. It just don't. Not, not only that, not only that, you have to stand on it. <laughs> you have to stand on it. If you want it that way, you have to stand on it. You got to stand you on it. it. But but entitlement doesn't come because you're a certain sex. Right. You're a certain age. You're a certain, you have a social, yeah. certain social status. Entitlement doesn't come because, because it just, because it comes with the work that you put in to become entitled. And that's what makes it reality. Right. Okay, the work, the work. We've put in work in the past. What work? We've we put in work, which is what makes us the way we are. What y'all call entitled? I waited for the work. I waiting for the work. It's 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 work that you never saw because we did in our. You never saw this fucking work now. Oh shit! (laughs) This is what I mean. Wait, the work work is. Oh, oh, the, the work is what has built us to be the person that we are today. That took work. That took work to build. So most of us don't think it's entitlement. We think it's just protecting what we have built. Okay, so let's stay there. That's an, So the entitlement be, that you put in the work prior to someone actually seeing the work that you've put into that's that reward you supposed to be rewarded for that the reality is the work should be consistently done regardless that you're doing that work to benefit yourself so that work's going to benefit you regardless if it benefits nobody else so you have to continue to keep putting in the work you can't go to work to tomorrow and say I worked yeah, so hard man. in January of 2021 that I have that I demand not to work this whole rest of this week. Or well, I worked so hard this year that this works this week's right here should not only be paid to me, I should be able to go home while everybody else works. Is that fair? 
No, that's not fair when you put it that way. Entitlement. Or because I'm a woman or because I'm a man, these things are supposed to be afforded to me just because. No, the reality of the fact of the matter is, is you have a due diligence to yourself. So you're only putting in the work to better yourself. The entitlement is you put in the work, you're entitled to the to reap the benefits that come with that work that you put in. That's where the entitlement mm -hmm. comes in at. At the end of the week, that paycheck is your entitlement because right. you did the necessary work to get compensated. So where do y'all think the entitlement comes into play? Because I feel like- Because y'all got pussies. <laughs> that part. Coochie. That part. Boy, we just hopping right onto the women. I'm on okay. That part. That part. Sorry if I finish somebody with what I just said, but at the end of the day, because people fit, because women think, because they, like I, I've seen and heard, so we, we watch, in order for us to do research, we listen to a lot of podcasts. I know I do. I podcast a lot. And I listen to a lot of different types of podcasts, spiritual podcasts, ratchet podcasts, all that, right? And I heard this one woman say, because she got a coochie, she's entitled. Really? How come I didn't get that memo? I mean, that, that's that <laughs> entitled? You just said right. I didn't get that memo. You just, you just created some imaginary work. <laughs> I'm saying what, what I have built. I never said it. That made me entitled. I never, I wasn't speaking of that entitlement. But what you've built is, what you've built is helping just you. Right. It ain't helping nobody else. It's helping just you. Right. So at what point is there entitlement that, all right, because you did this work that you're entitled to this. Right. You did that for yourself. Right. You had a responsibility to yourself to carry out what you did for yourself. There's no entitlement in it. It's called. Listen, listen, no, the entitlement begins where a woman may feel like, well, if he's interested, he should come to me first. Mm -hmm. If if this is that way, he should take me out. If we're together, he should provide and take care of me. This is where the entitlement begins. So, and I know that we've had these discussions before and it's like, is it entitlement or is it, as KD would say, standards. Like, is this my standard? Like, if you're interested, you should reciprocate. If is is that where does the entitlement come in? That's what the, the entitlement comes in where you feel like I owe you this. So it's a line that needs to be drawn where I'm choosing to do this or I owe you that. That's where the line is drawn at. Cause I don't. But I don't see it as an oath that you owe me. That it's just that if you are interested, um, you owe yourself to show that you're interested. You don't owe me, but you owe yourself to allow yourself to show the interest. And that goes and that and right. How many times does that always be the case? So we'll hear this, and this is what we were talking about. If you were interested, um, like I hear this so many times. Right. If a man is interested, he's going to do everything he can to show you. Right. That's what a sense of entitlement because, right. yeah, a person is going to do, anybody going to do that, right? Right. If you're interested in something, you're going to go out and get what you're interested in getting or work hard to get what you're interested in. Why hold, on, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, I want to stay right there on your point. 
So where they feel like if we're interested, we should do X, Y, and Z to show that we're interested. But on their side of it, they just stand there like, I got the pussy. <laughs> but who do that though? Who do really do that? Do you want the pussy or no? Do you want the pussy or no? That's how they stand there. Or, or it be it just be a it just be a lot of fluff, and oh well. If you were into me, you would you would do all these things, right? But on the grand scheme of things, they just sit back and wait for these things to happen instead of going out and doing those things themselves. We have, a, we have an obligation to ourselves. If we want something and we want something to be how we want it to be, we have an obligation to make sure that we are doing what we need to do to get it, right? Right. If you want a certain path in life, you've mapped out a certain path in life, and you saying this is these are my goals. You have a responsibility to yourself and to your goals to go out there and put most the effort into it. Right? You can't expect for somebody to give you your goals how you want them. That's not their goals. They're, that's not their dream. That's not their reality. The reality of the matter is if you want it, you got to go make sure you're doing everything that you can to secure those things. And if that means doing what you got to do, then do what you got to do. But is, but isn't it a, a, a line between um, somebody's character and what you feel like somebody owes you? Yeah. What do you mean, T? Because a lot of times women feel like, if you're with me, you owe me this. Yes. Yes. I don't have that mindset. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's a crazy mindset. Ladies, that's not true. So many shows we heard. Yes. And I quote, if he's not doing this, I'm walking away. If he's not showing himself, I'm walking away. If he's not calling me, then I'm not calling him. If well, yeah, not, that's just normal things. I that's mean, not normal. <laughs> so it's not normal to conversate. It's not normal to communicate. No. So why does one person or why is one right. person held hostage? Right. Everybody's communication is different. Everybody's communication is different. But when you throw it out there, like if you're interested in me, then you should do this. That's a that's a point of you owe me this. That's what I'm trying to get to. That that reflects you owe me this. If you want me, you owe me this. That's how it looks. <laughs> that's where it come across. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I think in all actuality, it is um well, if I'm trying or and I'm not and it's not being reciprocated, then I don't want to be bothered. That's how it should be placed. Not if you don't do this, then I don't. You know what I mean? Because that is placing the onus on the guy or the individual right. to to behave a certain way or to move a certain way. And if you don't like that's a form of entitlement. But I think a lot of the times the women are just basically saying if it's not reciprocated, then. I don't feel that it's wanted, and oh, that's yeah, not that entitlement. That, that's that's what that's I, I, not entitlement, though. I, I want to stay on that's that. standards. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Katie. I want to stay on that because what Marilyn is saying is it not normal to show interest or who you or what you want? Just mm. because you want somebody or you want something, 
I don't have to show you interest and I can still want it. That that is possible. Y'all know that this is possible, right? And that is fine. But the person that you're that you are interested in don't see that interest or feel that interest. They don't know you're interested. All right. So how about this? Well, hold on, hold on now. Hold on, hold on now. I want to stay right there. I'm gonna stay why right there with it too. Why can't you know that I'm interested? Because I fucking just said I'm interested. <laughs> why I gotta do something? <laughs> why do I have to do something? But how did you here what? we go? This about to bust it open. How did you say you were interested? I said I'm interested. I said I fuck with you. Whatever, however I, however I vocabularyly say it to you, I fucking said it. <laughs> so you can't say that you don't know because I fucking told you. So, so why do I have that. to do something for for you to believe it? Right. right so okay. Stay stay right there. So stay right there. Right. You said that six months ago. That don't. And we've had two me. conversations. Yeah, how am I supposed to know that you're still interested? All right, so how about this? Hold so, on, now. let's say that. Let's stay right let's there. Stay right there. Let's stay right there. So in that six months, and we had two conversations. Let's say certain things transpired. Right. Let's say your attitude was 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 nasty. Let's say you've been vindictive. Let's say you just been messy and ratchet. I have an opportunity to myself to dictate how and what I want in my life. Do I not? You do. So many mm -hmm. times we talk about mental health. And how making sure that our mental health is stable. If we are engaged in someone and 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 they are triggering us or taking us to certain situations that is not benefiting us, we have every right to step back. We have every right to make sure that we're putting ourselves in the best possible situation. That does not necessarily mean I don't want you. It right. means I don't <laughs> want to be around that triggering behavior because it's going to send me somewhere. So in order to get out of a in order to find peace within myself, you might back off a little bit or say, I'm not dealing with this. And until you figure it out and, and, and get up out of that messy, dumb shit, then I'm not going to be a part of that. And, and that person has that right to. That don't mean that they're not interested. It means that they chose their sanity and happiness over that messiness. And how many times do y'all ladies do that? Hold, hold on now, hold on now, because I want to stay right there. It's as simple as if I'm building a building, right, but I'm interested in you, but at the time I'm busy building this fucking building, does that mean that I'm not interested in you because I'm focused on building this fucking building? <laughs> what the fuck are y'all talking about? Right, right. But I feel like it's effective communication that is the key there. So if you're busy building the building and you're not, but you, you tell me, I want you, right? You say, yeah. I want you. And then you go back to building your building and you, and you stacking the bricks and you laying the foundation and doing all of that. Well, you verbally saying, I want you, where's the actions that are that's backing what I, that's up what I, that's, that? That's what I want to say. In, right in the midst. That's, yeah. That's what I want to say. I want to say right there, Ish, why does it have to be actions? I already said it. Okay, you already said it, but then where does it go from there? You say it, you speak it, and you put it out into the atmosphere, right? right? Most of the time when we do that, don't we back it up with an action? If I say right. I want to, you know, do X, Y, and Z, right. well, I am going to make the motions and the actions right. to move forward and make it happen. Hold right? on, I want to stay right there. Right. You can do that, but it's also an option where you don't.
<laughs> it's, all, it's also an option where you don't do any actions. That don't mean that you're not interested. People talk mm-hmm. about opening and building their own businesses all the time. So because they don't do it tomorrow, does that mean that they're not interested? So let's write. Let's talk about this right here. No, but, but no, you're right, bro. Let's talk about this right here. Make time for who and what you want. Yeah, you could make time for who you want and who, who what you want and who you want. But what what about when you make the time and there's always drama, yeah. or it's always some negative, and you say to that person, "Yo, I'm not good at negativity. It does something to me." Are you not entitled to, are you not, not even entitled, are you not afforded that walk away or that step away or that just, I'm not dealing with this. So if you on that, then I'm cool. If you not on that, we can rock. And you know how you know when a person is on it? Because they call you with a lot of dumb shit or they find ways to trigger you with an argument or nitpicking or just saying something that's something that's going to trigger a next some negativity and that's okay. when you know and right right there now right there that's the part of that person and yeah you you walk away that's a great thing because that's not for you but your walk away is showing you're not interested in that person regardless <laughs> of, of why you doesn't mean that away. That don't mean that that, that walk well, away yes, means that walk okay, away. Somebody you whooping. cannot tolerate how that person okay, is, so you're rejecting that person. No, man, okay, then. so every time you walked away, man, you wasn't interested, or did right. it mean you just chose your sanity and your values over that over that situation? You could you, be interested you in not person. interested in that situation, so, so you that to stay? situation make you walk away from that. So person. you told to stay? No. You walk away, but when you walk away from that situation, yeah, you are walking away from that so because you're not. Oh, hold on, hold on. Now I got a question. Hold on, I got a question. So let let me ask y'all, ladies, this: We have friends or we have family that we don't see all the time, that we don't talk to all the time. Does that mean we love them any fucking less? Mm-mm. No, <laughs> you no, don't always have to be stuck to the fucking hip to be interested in somebody you could have other shit going on in your fucking life that you're currently doing that does not mean that i'm not interested in you but it's the message that it relays to us that's what i'm saying katie get the fuck out of your own brain yes get the fuck out of your own brain with that entitlement shit because i don't owe you that it's your choice. But isn't it all about making isn't it all about you know just just being cognizant of each other's feelings? Right. It's your <laughs> choice. If your it's your choice if you want to sit there and wait for me or not. It's definitely mm-hmm. your choice. Yeah. But you but you can't tell me that I have to do something for you to oh, say yeah. yeah, you can't you can't tell me I have to do something for me to have to be interested in you. Like that doesn't right. make any or, sense. Or yeah. You can't be in, you can't have this sense of entitlement when somebody says, I'm not dealing with this right now. When you on that, I'm not dealing with that. Right. You should be, you, if, if they want to be with you enough, they should understand. Damn, you know what? Maybe this is toxic for both of us. Maybe mm-hmm. we need to fall back for a second and gather ourselves and fix what we got going on so we ain't as toxic or it ain't combustible. That's a mature way of thinking about it. It ain't just, oh, this person chose to walk away or told me that they're not dealing with this and they need to get, 
they needed their space because they're not dealing with this, then if you love them enough, what don't you want to give them what they want? Right. Don't mm-hmm. you want to be what you what they need instead of just being just being present because you're present, but it's a bunch of drama. Yeah, but no, I agree with you there. But nine times out of ten, most people are not sitting down having those tough conversations. They just shaking and moving and 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 saying to themselves that they don't want to deal with any toxic behavior or toxic energy or whatever the case may be. And they're just distancing themselves, but they're not communicating to the other person on the other end that, hey, listen, I like you. I bang with you. I fuck with you, but I can't fuck with you. What happened? Like that? What happened if you did that? What happened if you verbalized that to a person and said, yo, I'm telling you now. I don't do well with this. And right. me take removing myself from the situation is letting you know that I am not dealing with that. What happens when those situations arise? Yeah, nine times a out of 10, they're not going to be receptive to it. Absolutely. A lot of times people are doing that. Right, and they're but not they going to be receptive listen. to it. Right. They don't want to listen. But- but you're going to lay it on their ears for them to know, because then eventually they're going to have to look nowhere else but within themselves. But like it might be difficult. It might be hard to receive, but they're going to know it's the not knowing portion of it, aspect of it, not knowing which direction or what's going on for an individual to then take it upon themselves to create narratives about what's really happening here. And then they're going to, instead of placing the blame on themselves, they're going to place it on you and say, oh, well, he's not interested. You well, see what I'm saying? Is that reality? Who okay. really takes who really takes no. responsibility for their actions and their bullshit and says, I'm right. the fucking problem? They don't. Right. You know what they'll say? Oh, they weren't interested. Oh, right. she was. Right. he was playing games. Oh, he wasn't real. Oh, he wasn't this. It, no one takes responsibility. No, I would say a vast majority of people don't take responsibility and say, you know what? I caused that. Right. I'm a person that is taking responsibility to shit that I caused. I realize I fucked up in a lot of different areas and I'm taking responsibility for that. I got to live right. with those. I got to live with those truths. I got to live with those losses. I got to right. live with that. You know what you do? You figure it out and you make yourself better. You apologize to those that need to be the apology, but you let your behavior be the be the telltale sign of you being a much moving on from that and being better. Look, Instead I, of thinking I, I wanna, that you're entitled because somebody owes you something. Nobody don't right. owe you shit nobody just because. Um, I, I want to place a different scenario to y'all. So, like, even like when you're with your children or whatever, like you're not entitled to give your kids your last, but you do it if that's a part of your character. But you don't owe them that. And that's the same thing that I'm trying to get across to y'all, is that nobody owes you to do any of these things. They're choosing mm-hmm. to do it. So it's their character. It's not, you can't lean on that entitlement that that's what they should do, that's what they have to do. They don't have to do none of that shit. <laughs> they don't owe you that. Mm-hmm. You're right. All we're trying to get across is this, regardless of if it's relationships, partnerships, spirituality, mental, whatever it is, no one owes you anything. There's no and like the entitlement that we that we are expecting from other people should come from within. You can't be there's no sense of entitlement. The only person that you can feel entitled to is yourself. 
Because yeah. no one owes you anything, but you owe it all to yourself. Yeah. And the harsh reality of it is, it's just that. Is you have no reins over nobody to expect for them to do what you want them to do if you're not reciprocating those actions as well. Right. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's just not a common denominator. One plus one ain't ever going to equal three. Never. Ever. One plus one will equal two. And that's when you start putting your two feet forward and making it work. That's what we be trying to get to. We got to stop all this. Well, it goes both ways. Yeah, we all know it go both ways. We all know that. But when does it ever go both ways? Because when we start to when we start to let down the mental conundrums that we are in, and we start to let down these entitlements, these entitlement um, properties, and we start to let down these 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 selfish thoughts, and we start to just live. With the understanding that I'm gonna be a sponge and I'm gonna, I'm gonna absorb everything of my partner or everything of my friend, then we realize, all right, cool. I understand the role that I play, and let me and let me play it to the best of my abilities. But no, we sit up in this world thinking, if somebody don't do this for me, I ain't doing that. Mm -hmm. Or if somebody mm -hmm. don't give me this, I can't give them that. Mm -hmm. Right? We in a holiday season right now. Right? It's supposed to be festive and jolly. <laughs> If the person don't give you a Christmas gift, you ain't damn sure don't get one back from certain people. Mm -hmm. Or if you're not matching their energy with, with that, they not going, they they it's just be bullshit. But that so that, that at, the day, yeah. at the end of the day, it's like why 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 paint this facade that you and that you doing all this if that's not really you? Stop. You mm -hmm. can be you can be normal, and normal is just being yourself. You don't gotta paint this picture to the world that. You got everything. You got it all. Everything is together in your life. Everything is everything is right. No, it ain't. Nobody's fucking life is perfect or together in every sense of the, of the imagination. Yeah, we some people got some shit together a lot better than others. But goddamn, this entitlement is killing us. It's killing. It's killing our beings. It's killing us. Not even just our relationship. It's killing us. Because we put ourselves in these entitled roles, and and we 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 lose sight of reality, and we 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 miss blessings. We 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 force blessings on down because we're so entitled that we think we 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 pulled to get that instead of working. So through. question, question: What is reality for you guys? Get it Do versus it. entitlement. What is? reality what what does reality look like Re reality to me is you know taking a person for what they present to me it's like uh not placing expectations on you i don't feel like you uh have to do these things either you're going to do it or you're not that's my reality my reality looks like if i if i want it i'm gonna get it by any means necessary. If I if I put this as a goal of mine, there's nothing or no one that will stop me from getting it. And I'm going to get it based upon my morals. My morals. So if I say I want love, my morals tell me I'm not going to settle. 
I'm not just going to put, just get to get along, to go along, just because you're cute. Morals. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Some women have those standards, those morals, where they feel like it's chasing a man if they have to continue to be the pursuer. What is so wrong with y'all chasing a man? That's all I want to fucking know. Who the fuck said this was? Entitlement that you don't have to put no work in to yeah. get what you want. That's what it's I'm not that you don't put the work in, but it's just that you don't want to. If if you have to chase, then it gives you the, um, it gives the, the feeling that, that um you're not really wanting. All right, so let's ask you. Hold up, T. Hold up, T. Hold up, T. Hold up. I got I, my, this. This question right here is so pertinent. Y'all know how y'all say all the time it goes both ways, right? Yes. So if it goes both ways, why does a man only have to chase? Why is it not going both ways? Right. So stop it with the it goes both ways. If you don't really feel that way, that's what we be saying. If you don't feel a certain way, and you you left winged with. A woman don't gotta chase. I ain't gotta chase a man. To then don't say it goes both ways. Say it goes my way. Yes. But and my way know, means I am never point. going to put out the way I want the band to put out. So when you say it goes both ways, it doesn't in reality. Mm. Don't use those terms. That's what that's what dilutes the situation. We use terms. Y'all use terms so much. Oh, it goes both ways. No, it ain't. Because you just said you don't chase. You right. don't have to chase, but okay, you expect your mate. Yes. No, I don't expect anyone to chase me. No, I do not. I but don't you expect, expect your person to reciprocate other. all these things. I expect us to come together, but I don't you expect to anyone to chase me. It's, it's, and I don't, and I'm not about to chase it. Is that not a chase? Yes, Coming together and, and figuring it out is a cat and mouse game. Right. However, you want to put the use the words. Y'all use words to to when we say what y'all use words. Y'all use when we talked about this Thursday night. Words are being used to strengthen certain arguments, but when we lay out those words, then it gets dicey. Oh no, I didn't mean that. I didn't say that. I'm mean, saying like that. Yes, you are. Like if you want to stand on something, stand on it. If well, you I'm feel like that, you, you want somebody to chase you, and you're not you going to come face, together. Then we're chasing each other, KD. It's the same okay, thing. well then, you and it should be easy, other. and it should be fun. One is not, that's right. Right, you but you just said you're not going to chase nobody. The game is always more fun when you play together. Eddie, you just said you're not going to chase anybody, though. Well, I mean, <laughs> if he's making it worth my time, if he's showing interest, and then, I need to that's call what I'm him, saying, Katie. Yes, I then will. Choose, then choose your words differently. Don't say I'm not going to chase anybody. Then <laughs> don't say that. Okay, well. I would chase my pursuer. How about that? Right. But I'm not chasing anyone who doesn't show interest. I put it that way. That doesn't make sense. If a person don't show interest, how would you know they're interested? It's not real. That's why well, I said y'all put yourself in these Y'all put yourself in these positions. Oh, I'm hold so on. strong. Now, I gotta show on. my strength by no. saying a bunch of words that don't make sense. No, you no, know hold on. No, hold on. No, hold I'm on. Confused. Hold on, no, Katie. What is so wrong with if you like a guy and he's not showing you interest, but you want him, you chasing him? Why is that wrong? 
It is not but wrong. But to what extent did that go? That. It is not wrong. It's nothing, it's absolutely absolutely nothing wrong. You wanted to go to. You're in control of it. You're the one that's making moves. So <laughs> let's just say this. I, I'm interested in the guy, right? I'm going to, you know, reach out to him first. Good morning, this, that, and the third. And then you get a good morning, and then you don't get nothing else. And then you go and you say, well, hey, how's your day? What's going on? What's up with you? Oh, nothing. Like, you know, I get it. I get what you guys are saying. But at, to what point does it just become a redundant behavior and it's not reciprocated? Hold like, on, on. That not everyday life for a man? That's what I was about to say. That's every fucking day. You didn't know each other. And I and if I if I mean you didn't know each other, and I jumped in your DM and said, Good morning, how are you? You right. man gave me a good morning, and you, you know, what I mean, whatever. We ain't speak for two days, and I said, Yo, just by the way, I'm interested in I'm interested in getting to know you, you know, what I mean, whatever that may look like. And you not responding. I'm you don't respond, and I come and I come back two days or three days from now. Yo, you know, what I mean. You may have not got the text, but I, you know, I, I want to, you and I, whatever the case may be. Is that not the same damn thing? Yes. <laughs> right. And to, and to what extent, and that's my point. And to what it's, extent do you guys not indulge it's your, it? It's yours. It's, it's your, yours. If you, you like the person and you. <laughs> so, so, but then what's wrong with saying if a guy's not interested, I'm not interested either. No, okay. because no. then that's 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 the threshold that I've reached. Eesh, that I'm eesh, saying I don't want to be interested anymore. Eesh. When a guy is interested in you, does he ever say, "Yo, she's oh. not responding"? I'ma just talk and chill. <laughs> does that ever Fuck no. Fuck Fuck no. no. What are we talking about? Fuck no. <laughs> no. They actually make them. They actually make them go harder. Hey. Men are of a different breed and of a different right. caliber. No so, There's no problems with that. Y'all will. Y'all interested in something? Y'all go get it. But y'all can't go. Y'all can't be interested in a man and go get a man that y'all want. Right. That's that don't make sense. Y'all y'all interested in a bag that gives y'all nothing but fashion, and gives y'all nothing but a deficit in your account because you spent money on this bag. But you'll go after that hard. But a, a a potential mate, you can't show no interest in it just because you're a woman, right. and the man's supposed to be the pursuer. I just don't be understanding certain lingos. That's why I said, if you're gonna be one way, just be one way. Don't yeah. say it goes both ways, or I'm in this 50-50, or I'm in this hundred percent, but not really be in it hundred percent. Right. Because being in it hundred percent mean you gonna do what you gotta do to get what you going to get. Right. Regardless of if somebody else is giving it to you or not. Right. And if you say I'm a half-ass type person, then I take you at face value. All right. At least I know Shorty was like, yo, I'm half-ass. I'm gonna do shit at a half-ass standard. So it is what it is. That's up to me to fucking be like, all right, cool, I'm gonna handle it. I'm not gonna handle it. Right. But mm -hmm. stop. Stop being politically correct. Being correct all the time ain't correct. If you got challenges, say I'm fucked up. <laughs> if you if you crazy, say I'm crazy now. And if I want to deal with it, I'm gonna fucking deal with it. You might got a turkey back there that might make me want to deal with the crazy. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> And at the end of the day, I might fall in love with that shit. That shit might be what I need. You never know. But at the end of the day, we gotta, we gotta put, we gotta even the playing field. 
because we like like the playing field, like we got the reason why I say even a playing field is because we both benefit from this shit. Right. When shit right, shit right. right. When it's right, it's right. Like when you when you right for each other and y'all doing the right shit and y'all somewhat matching each other's energies or whatever KD like to do with the energies. Hold on, Del, because, hold, hold on, because I want to speak on what Marilyn is saying in the chat. She yeah, said she that after, after a few calls and texts, I'm not pursuing it. Imagine if guys did that. Yeah. Nobody would fucking be together in this whole fucking world. <laughs> if we did that shit that y'all talking about, there would be no couples in the world. Right. <laughs> what what happened if y'all get in y'all feelings and, 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 and y'all want us to pursue that, right? Y'all want y'all mate to, to, to dig into that a little bit. Y'all want that. Y'all do that shit a lot. Or enough. Yeah, I like, admit. The attitude yeah. and y'all want your man to follow up with the babies. What's well, wrong? Well, the, we da, da, da. Show Just that, imagine that if we didn't put our, that energy. Because we're in our feelings. Yeah, we, we do want to be baby a little bit. What's wrong yeah. with that? It's entitlement. Yes, that's entitlement, Kate. Because y'all don't give us the opportunity to feel that either. Hmm. Mm. If your man and his feelings, are you are you doing everything you can to get that nigga out of his feelings? Yeah, we do sometimes. I, I think we do. I think we do. I mean, you know, you gotta he gotta wanna allow you to oh come on to yeah. do that. Come on, I mean now listen. Come on now, with the listen. Right. now listen. No, 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 no. He gotta no, allow you hear me out. Now hear me out. Hear me out. Some He's gonna put the cowboy shit on East. Don't put your cowboy shit on East. I was giving you the show. Now you're not my friend. I got you. As soon as I get the cowboy shit, I'm gonna pay homage. I'm gonna I'm with all due respect. But no, seriously though, just like y'all speaking of women coming from a certain way in a certain perspective, there are men that come from the same way in the same perspective you know there are walls there are you know stipulations there is entitlement from men too so that's all oh, i'm saying yeah. is that you know if some women are open and receptive to Hold certain on, things that men aren't allowing each i believe that and you are right there is entitlement on both sides of it mm -hmm. but you'll mm -hmm. never see a man stand there and say um i got the dick i got the dick <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, what I've heard it Some of them times do. over the years. Some of them will. Stop it. Stop it. Guys say that. Guys say that too. Guys say that too. I'm rocking that right. That's why you in line. No, I'm talking. No, no. That's Demon dick. Yeah, that's the thing afterwards. I'm talking, I'm that's the thing afterwards when we put it on oh. you. I'm talking about before. I'm before talking about when you first meet me, oh, can God. I say, yo, I need you to do X, Y, and Z because I got the dick. <laughs> Can oh, yeah, I do yeah, that? Yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> that is crazy, this man. What was Marilyn's question, though? <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> now my eyes are just as big. What happened? Lady B said, dark skinned women never felt entitled. We just getting our shine. Oh, okay. you don't know Kenya, do you? Oh wow. That that's her name on um 
house on um, Atlanta Housewife, Kenya. Kenya Moore? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know about that one right there, uh, Lady Bay. Because <laughs> I know some yeah. dark-skinned women that definitely feel entitled. <laughs> here's, my, here's my question right here. And it goes, if the interest is not mutual and the guy keeps calling and texting, and I'm giving him no replies at all, when are you going to stop calling and texting me? When that's, he and, like that's cool. Just It is what it is. But we talking about... No, uh, no, no. Let's let's stay right there for a let's, second. Right, let's stay right there. I'm he a, said, when is, when, is, when, when is he going to stop or whatever? If he's not getting replied back, he's not. If he's still interested in you, that's what I'm trying to tell y'all. Y'all act like once you're interested in somebody, if they don't say hi to you back that same day, oh, I'm a woman. I don't have to chase this nigga. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who are you? That's the guy that's interested, Marilyn. That's when you know they're interested. Right, so when you're interested, why can't you do that too? That's the question, Katie. If you're interested, why can't you do that too, Katie? Why not? I guess I haven't seen quite that much interest. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm not chasing somebody that don't. I'm I'm not going to be a bother. I'm not going to be a bother to anybody. I cannot. I'm not. So, Katie, if, if, so if Katie, I feel like I'm a bother to you, my ass is ghost. Katie, mm-hmm. Katie, what if you like somebody, but they don't see you at the moment? I will have to love from afar. <laughs> I cannot. That's what I'm talking about. You, I can love from go, afar. Y'all, are y'all afraid of challenges or what the fuck is happening here? Like, no, just, everything is not going to be a cakewalk. Sometimes you got to put in some work for some shit. I'll put in a little work. Then why can't you put in some work for a man? But why can't you put in some work for a man then? Why can't you put in some work for the man then? I do. I I put in a little bit, but if if that interest (laughs) is not showing, my work is not going in vain. I'll put in a a work for. I fucking. I swear, boy. I'll put in a little work, but I gotta see that interest. I gotta know that my work is not in vain. All right. So let's say let's say you have. Let's say the person showing you interest, right? They 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 they, they, they doing they doing the necessary things to show you interest, but you so stuck behind your wall that you don't see it, and you confuse their interest for whatever it is that your your narrative wants to control. Has that never been the case? No, because if I don't see the interest, I don't see the interest. You got to make me if if you're showing an interest in me and I don't see it, then we need to have a talk because it's not coming across. Wait a second, wait a second, Katie, because you damn sure didn't see the interest when JC was showing it and we was telling you that whole fucking time. JC, <laughs> oh my god, Jesus. <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer, no interest, disclaimer. Cut it out. There was definitely interest there. <laughs> and you didn't see none of it, so cut it out. You want somebody to do a backflip and say, and hand you the roses and say, here, Katie, I'm interested. <laughs> that, and what's what wrong with that? Nothing is wrong with that. I'm saying that everybody don't have to do that, and that don't mean that they're not interested. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that don't mean that the person who didn't do that, that don't mean that he's not interested. That just means that he moved, He might move differently. That's all. And that's true. I'm, I'm learning that. Right. That's true. That is so true. I am learning that. Damn. I got to open up, ladies. <laughs> now I see you over there. 
see me? She loves the D. You see me? No, I see cool. you. Um, I see. <laughs> that's how we showing up to New Year's, Nell. That's how we showing up on New Year's. Like, if you want to say hi to me or Nell, y'all gotta in the comments say we got the D. So y'all gotta show us some interest <laughs> in the chat. I mean, all, all, all y'all that show us a fucking interest because we got the D. <laughs> y'all got the D. Fuck are y'all talking about? So that's what oh, to argue this point all night long. Entitlement versus reality. Um, we're just saying check sometimes, check your egos at the door. Right. We go into these, we go into these partnerships, relationships, anything with, with egos. And you gotta ask yourself, is this ego helping or hurting? Am I am I missing my blessing or am I receiving? And the, is the things that I'm asking for, praying for, and putting into the universe, am I accepting of it or am I just saying it just to say it because it sounds good or it looks good gotta ask yourself these questions and when you and when you ask yourself these questions be prepared for the tough answers right it's not always going to come out in your favor and when it doesn't that's when you have to do work to better yourself and better your outcome because it only is going to make your opportunities that much more better and worthwhile so that's our segment right there on entitlement versus reality. And we're going to have a, a couple more of these just, just because it's so relevant right. in, our, in, our, in our daily lives, right? So we're going to get, again, like this topic is just going to ever be ever flowing. And this comes from <laughs> one, of our, one of our many Uncensored Minds um, all-stars. I call them all-stars because y'all all all-stars to us. Y'all awesome. And this question right here is no moments without finance. And I think this comes from the lovely, the beautiful, the amazing Helen Weaver. Yeah, I think it is. Right? She posted this question in the chat that we put up there weeks ago with some topics that you would like to discuss. And every week we do an audience member's question. And Helen put no romance without finance. And you know who I would like to help kick this off? <laughs> or right, which one ever it is, my right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so no romance without the finance. I don't agree with that because you can have romance without the finance. It just takes it take um the interest, showing the interest. When you don't have the finances, then that's your time to get creative and show your romantic side. Because one thing about it, you can help them grow. More than likely, they're on their way to growing financially, which is the only reason that they need the finance. So, you, yeah, you, uh, you can have the romance. Yes, Nair, you can have the romance without, you can have the romance without the finance for a little while. Let that nigga not have no job. Let that nigga not have no job. Let that nigga not have no job. And you want to work every day. Too many damn miles on that. Hang it. I will roll with it for a minute. Okay. I'll roll with a few miles, but I ain't going out of town with it. 
but I I I drive with it a few miles. Yeah, but I I gotta see that you're trying. We you know, I, I've got to see the potential in it. You know, I'm I'm not gonna have crackhead Larry on my couch every day while I'm going out to work and he's not trying to do absolutely anything to bring in finances. But then if I got, you know, like um, a fine man there who's trying, who's trying, I get home every day, he's been paved, you know, pounding the pavement and trying to get his finances straight. Well, yeah, we could have some romance without the finance. So I'll roll a little bit with him. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with KD in that sense. Um, ideally, of course, you know, we always want to have a significant other who is financially stable and able to, you know, hold his own financially. But most of the time, you know, there are real life situations and real life instances where that's just not always the case. So it just all depends on you know, the motivation of the individual and if, if they are motivated to get at, um, you know, to get at opportunities to make more money and in and, and, and his drive and his ambition and determination, you know what I mean? So, of course, there can be romance without finance. It's just all a matter on how how the movement is is happening it can't just be stagnant you can't just be chilling and not doing nothing not have any ambitions or goals but you know we don't need everything in order to love no and i and i'm serious i rocks like that now i, I get it because yeah, a lot of people don't a lot of people don't they want you know a man who's financially able to take care of them and provide and hold and hold that is typical ideally so I get it, but that not me. <laughs> you want to go now? <laughs> I love it. I don't care, man. Finance without romance, typically being a breadwinner, um, always um, being um, this, this a successful person that I've always been. I've always um, probably made more than my mate. So I don't care about none of that. Um, and typically that's not the plight of a man. That's what I want to, that's what I want to say now, because as men, if we're talking to our friends or if we meet a woman, that's not one of the first questions that we think of, like, yeah. what do you do? What is your job? But when girls are talking to their friends and they're introducing the idea of a guy, maybe the first or second question is what does he do? Yeah. I don't, I don't have a problem with you know, her financial status. Um, I, I do have somewhat of a problem with a, of a person that's unmotivated. That's where my, that's where my romance with no romance will come in for me. The lack of um, like spontaneity, not even spontaneity, but the, the lack of wanting to do something for yourself. It doesn't always have to, um, reciprocate and financial a financial gain but it has to do with something on a positive scale you have to be able to be moving in a positive direction because it's only going to hinder our progress right just think dang if i'm working to provide a future for us and you're negatively impacting that by well you're never home and you're never here you never have time for this 
you got to understand that I'm trying to hold down the household. So the negativity that comes from that is only going to make me lessen what I'm trying to do over here financially to provide a little bit more here, which can cause some type of rift. And again, we as men have so much of a burden on us to be providers, protectors, lovers, and also um, sources of recreation and fun in our relationship. So there's a there's this conundrum of we've been taught to be to be successful. Go out there and be as successful as you possibly can. Get it because you got to, especially in our culture, our, our black culture. We were reinforced that you got to go to school. You got to get a good job. You got to be able to take care of home because you never know what that could look like if something happens to you. Yeah. Right. And depending on what type of job you're in, you may be forced to work a little harder than the average person understands, right? Because some people understand you got to work, but I don't think they understand certain jobs and certain requirements that are required for you to be the successful person that you are, right? right? But then two, on the flip side, we still got a responsibility of being everything that we need to be for our partner. So when it comes to no romance without finance, it typically is not the, the 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 uniform that a man wears because he already knows that the finances are are burden of his all right now so marilyn is basically saying that she don't need his money but she she don't he can't be broke either so is that still uh, no romance without no without finance yeah absolutely like put that back up she said i never dealt with a man because of what i think he can do for me it's always based on how he makes me feel in, in a sense it sounds good right that's but not, the same thing. you had a nigga that was a no good nigga couldn't do nothing for you but just lay up and screw and couldn't offer you nothing as far as even a cheeseburger or some french fries you not staying in that. Yeah, that's lazy like, laying around the couch. Let's call a spade a spade. Yes, you may have not got with a man based upon his financial status, but goddamn, you sure want that man to have something going on for himself because right. you just don't want you you just don't want to not not be in that situation. Right. Right. Yeah. Like it's unless good he's in between jobs. Huh? Unless he is in between jobs and you're rolling with him. How long are you going to let that man be in between jobs? Six well, years? like I said, now it's only a few miles. I ain't going that many miles with it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to lie about mine. I'm trying to set only a few miles. First, and you went many moons without a job because you were in between jobs. How, right, so how what, that then? So what if your dude said, all right, now, Katie, you got to get the fuck out because <laughs> you got Look, because I'm, I'm not going to be a burden on you. <laughs> bye, bye. I'm gone because I don't want you to be the, a burden on me, and I'm not about to be a burden on you. Bye. Right. So if that man said you gotta go, you really you going go? Bye. Without a fight? Bye. I don't believe it. Well, I mean, how can <laughs> you fight? How can you how fight you? though? Room? Because you how many days not going nowhere? <laughs> That's crazy. They be sitting right there like nah. Yeah, <laughs> I will go. Because again, you, I I don't want to be somewhere I don't feel wanted. But that's what I'm saying, Katie. As a man, men do not look at women in that sense. We we're not going to look at you and say, "Well, damn, she ain't even working." 
so she not even contributing. No, if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. <laughs> and I'm gonna, I, I, like I said, I'll, I'll spend the block with him a while, but I gotta see somewhere where you're trying. Mm-hmm. So if that, all right. So let's say the try is the t-shirt business that that I'm running a little t-shirt business. I'm making maybe fifteen dollars a month, but I'm trying. Effort. It's effort, effort. and and I effort. see where where I can get in there and help. And grow that fifteen dollars a month to fifteen hundred a month. Mm-hmm. Hey T, what's up? You tired of work? Cause this shit sounds good. I'm ready to start my. Like it. it always, it always I'm ready it to start always, fifteen dollar t-shirt business. Right. It always sounds good when you're not in it. Yeah. But it looks different when you get into it. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. It do. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But I think, you know, women that that can actually hold their own really take that stance because they actually don't look to a man to be able to provide anything. They actually look to the man because they really care about them and and all of that stuff. They're not looking for that. So that gives a space for him to be able to not be the top provider. At some point, don't women look at men with a little less respect when they when they're in that position not i mean i i would say that they shouldn't i'm not saying that it doesn't happen but i would say that you know a a person who an individual who is strong enough to stand in her own will never belittle a man no matter what he can or can't do did you hear that word that she just used now? She said, a woman never belittles a man. <laughs> what she said, should never. What she said, what? should never. Yeah, right. but that's what I'm saying. I know that it happens, and I right. know that it's more likely than not a woman is going to really go at a man's neck for what he can and can't do. But a, tr- a woman of true character would never do that. Because it's just no, it's no, just no. not going to die. No, 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 did not die. I mean, I'm just saying you got my person right here. You got me. I'm a living, I'm a living moving billboard for an individual who don't behave like that. So I mean, I can speak for and attest for the women that don't behave or do anything like that because it's not a measure of a man for what he necessarily has in his pocket. So therefore, I'm not going to belittle him just because he might not be able to buy me a cheeseburger. I'm going to buy him a cheeseburger. It's all about how how mentally, you know, and, and too, it's all about what he wants to do. Yeah. If he got money and he don't want to give you X, Y, and Z because of X, Y, and Z, you know what I mean? That just, that shows you oh so much. You, a, a man don't even have to say nothing out of his mouth. His actions is going to speak for himself. And then you want to know how to move accordingly a woman anyway that is able and capable of taking care of herself. So she's never going to belittle him even in seeing that. I want to stay right there, Ish, because I want to ask you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Out of 10 females that you know, how many of these females are going to say to you, this broke ass nigga. <laughs> he, he ain't doing a damn thing. So just because you're not belittling me to my face, you're mm-hmm. still belittling me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. out of these ten women, how many are saying, look at their face? I want to know how many women are saying these of the women that you know. I'm gonna say maybe at least half. 
That's it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah because I, I mean a lot of my I, I don't have a lot of friends, so I, I mean the ones that I am hanging around, we're kind of like minded, so. You know, we, we behave and move a certain way. Nell's going in and out of conscience. Yes, <laughs> Nell, wake that ass up. We do exist. We nah, do fucking you, exist. No, nah, you know what is is funny to me, and this it, it just gets me to chuckling. Marilyn's comment says, "And a woman who takes care of herself refuses to settle for less than what she wants and deserves. That's what it's supposed to be. Right? You're supposed to take care of yourself." You, you're, you are your own entity every day of your life. Another person's presence is added benefit. It's a mm -hmm. plus. But when we, get in, when we get on this high horse of I'm, I take care of myself, you are supposed to. At the moment, the moment you consider yourself an adult is the moment you are entitled to take care of yourself and nobody else is entitled to do that. So when we get on this high horse of, oh, I do for my, I, I, I take care of myself, you're supposed to, because nobody else at this point in juncture of your life is going to. Now, if you decide to marry and that person compliments you and helps to take care of you or helps facilitate a lifestyle that you want and, and you are cool with living, congratulations. But no, but, hold on, no, let's stay right there. That doesn't there. make you hold, weak or strong. Hold on, now, hold on, now, let's, let's stay right there. So, Marilyn, so what if you come across somebody that is less than you, but he checks all your other boxes? Is he still less of, is he still less? Like, is he acceptable or no? Because she said, I'm not going to settle for less. But if he does other things, is that still settling for less? Ladies, do y'all have any responses? Mm -hmm. I don't think it's settling for less. Mm -hmm. I, if 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 he can check all the other boxes, because I I feel like those are the most important qualities that you're going to look for in an individual. Mm -hmm. The money can come. The money can come. You guys can build a foundation to where the money is flowing, and then exactly. he's going to have every single box. So no, I don't feel like that's settling for less. All right. So can you can. You you live y'all live at you live at home with your mom. You and your mom got a crib, or you and your dad got a place. He still live in his mother's basement or his cousin basement. <laughs> got two 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 doors to open yourselves. Are you still are you still checking off boxes just because he's communicative and attentive and all this, or are you saying, brother, you got to do something? Right. Are you like? You got to do something like I'm here, you there, and we can't put it together so we can come here. Are you are you having those kind of conversations saying you got to figure it out? But he could be. the Well, if, if you get to that point, if, if you get to that level of a relationship, then I would think that that type of um, conversation would come. It will come with me if I got that serious with someone. And what conversation is that? You got to get your own. You well, it would be like, um, we, we've got to work together. You know, um, I've, I've got to see something uh, because I'm, I'm going to be working on me. That's a given. I know what I'm going to be doing, working like crazy to try to work on me and to try to get me to where I need to be. 
Because you can't, you should not be depending on others. I'm confused with that though. So if you saying you, if you are living at home, and you've been living at home all this time, how can you give somebody else an ultimatum if you haven't done it for yourself, your own? No, because I said I'm gonna, I'm gonna be in the process of trying to get out of there. You've been in the process for doing it for sixty two years. Well, or 50, 50 hey, yes. or, or if, 40, if it's been that long, then now you know, adult. If it's mm. been that long, the likelihood of that happening is, I guess y'all just gonna be, you gonna be in your mama's basement. I'm gonna be in my <laughs> mama's basement, and we just gonna meet in somebody's basement. You know what I did like though? I would just I, sometimes when we say things, it's not to say you're wrong. Nobody's comment is wrong. That's their that's their comment, right? It's more or less to challenge you to see how you standing on it. Right. So when you hear us coming at you, it's not a come at. It's a, is is are you firm on that stance? Because at the end of the day, that's something that you got to live with. Hold not on me, not them, you. So if you say, at some point we got to have this tough conversation to come at each other. Nobody should be able to persuade you why. A secondary question. It's like, all right, cool. Like somebody asked me, now what's going on? I'm gonna tell you what is going on. And then somebody say, well, I think you should look at it this way. I can look at it that way. But at this moment, I'm still got this plan in place, and I stand on that. So a lot of the times, people confuse our questions that we ask or our rebuttals as we don't believe or we we disagree. No, it's just more or less this challenge your very fibers to see if you truly believe in that yourself. Uh, we we got a, uh, one of our people want to uh, chime in on this. A, a Who the fuck is that? Maryland. Not equal week. <laughs> Turn the lights on. What's up, Maryland? What's up, Rico Love? Turn the lights on, Rico Love. What's the word? <laughs> Now listen, cause T, cause I got a lot to say on on that comment that I had. Right, speak your peace, then, Marilyn. Y'all, 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 y'all misunderstood that when I said a woman who takes care of herself refuses to settle for less than what she wants and deserves. What I mean by that is, not, I'm not boasting and gloating at the fact that I take care of myself. I've, I've always that's my job, like you said, Darnell. That's my responsibility is to take care of myself. What I meant by that comment is. You got a lot of women out here that deal with these men because of what they can do for them. And then these men is bringing all types of bullshit in the relationship. But they're putting up with that shit just because they want what this man is doing for them. I'm not one of them. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I take care of myself, so I don't need you doing shit for me. So if you think because you make more money from you know, than me, and you can do this, and you can do that, that you're going to bring the bullshit with that, then you can hold take on. that money and kick rocks. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Marilyn, I want to just ask you this one specific question. What? All right, I agree with you on what you're saying, but I want to ask you, men have been doing this for fucking eons, just taking care of women that ain't doing shit but fucking them. Right. <laughs> so, how does that look? That's cool. N not to me. I mean, who, who? No, I would. That's not me. That's not who right. I am. That's not who I. I've not. I've never been that person. You know what I mean? Because, like I said in the earlier comment, I deal with men 
not because because I take care of myself, like I said, and I can I I'm I'm that bitch that you can take out the dinner and I I'll pay for the bill. I can do that. You understand what I'm saying? And I will do that. What I'm saying is I'm not gonna deal. You just threw me off track. What was your question? <laughs> your, your, your track wasn't real. It's just, like, it's just like them eagles the other Damn night. Oh, it wasn't on track. I got a lucky just one. like them eagles the other night. Get out of my face. Y'all got a lucky one. <laughs> Marilyn, my, my, question my, question <laughs> <laughs> my question was that women have stood on that side of the fence since the beginning of time. So now that y'all are independent, Y'all feel like, no, nah, we, we don't have to take that, though. So, it, all right, let me ask you something. Is that the type of woman you want a woman to depend on you to do everything? No, I want a woman that I like. I don't care about all that other shit. <laughs> <laughs> I need a woman that I like. Right, times have changed. I, I hear what you're saying. That's that's exactly how it was back in the day. Right. You know, the man was the breadwinner. He won. He the one that went out to work every day. Right. But but that's what I'm saying. I'm not weighing it on who's the bread. I'm not weighing it on these circumstances. What I'm saying is, I want somebody that I like. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Me too. <laughs> yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I want somebody that I like, that I want to be with, that I have fun when I'm with. Not. Right. I don't want nobody that. Okay. I need. I can't pay my electric bill this month. Can you pay it for me? I don't need that type of person. You understand what I'm saying? But when I constantly say, I ain't fucking with no broke nigga, neither, that's because I'm not going to be the only one that's footing the bill every time we want to go out and have a good time. We can split that shit 50-50, but you ain't going to always look to me to pay for you to have a good time. I'm not doing it. But what if he's not footing the bill, but he's changing your tires and shit? He's doing other shit. No, you got to be bringing some type of money. Look at that shit. No, that's not a fucking point. No, 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 Listen, right. let's say you want a man that's going to do right. what you need him to do. Right, you spinning. Yeah. Right. Y'all just said y'all don't want no broke females, right? I never said that. that. Yes, we never that said that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> They friend. just said they just said that they want somebody that they like, whether right. she mm -hmm. whether she got it or she don't. Right. I don't care. Listen, right. so, I just let me say this before I lose it again. T, you said something about the man is changing the tires on the car right. and doing everything else around the house. That's fine. Okay, yeah, that's fine and dandy too. But if I'm the only one that's going to work and bringing home a check, that means that I got to clothe him when he needs some fucking sneakers and boots and shit. I got to buy them for him right. and me. Clothe his ass too. What? I'm not doing yeah. all Maryland, Maryland, that's what that's you got to do. We've been yeah, doing I'm not, Yeah, I'm not doing Maryland. all that. Maryland, have men been doing that for since the beginning of time? Yeah, I've, I've raised my son. My son, no, I just, stop I, it. I'm not raising a grown ass man. I'm not no. doing because I feel as though I'm raising you. If I got to buy your clothes, buy Maryland, your Maryland, if I got Maryland, to pay for all that shit, Maryland, I'm raising you. So, so have we been raising y'all since the beginning of time? No. Look at now. Oh my god. 
Let me put my blanket on and get comfortable because this is a show. This is I cannot stand you. Crazy. You let me hold that. Let me hold that. Darnell, seriously though, you saw my Eagles blanket and you went and got a Dallas one. (laughs) 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 That's how you. Now let me borrow that. Now let me borrow that. (laughs) Marilyn says she is not raising no niggas. I oh how. The next time, the next time, listen, the next time, the next time a female wants you to take her out or whatever, say, I am not raising none of you bitches. And say, (laughs) just like that. Say, I am not raising none of you bitches. (laughs) They're crazy. Uh, All right, y'all can continue with your show. I just, that was too much for me to talk. Thank you, Marilyn. All right, Marilyn. Thank you, Marilyn. Thank you, And I'm with you on that one, too. All right. Marilyn, hold up, hold up, hold up. Marilyn. What? Who won Saturday? (laughs) Y'all won. Thank you. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming on. I still don't believe it. Y'all want niggas that got something going on. Stop saying y'all don't. Stop. We get that y'all strong. We get that y'all independent. We get that y'all got a lot going on. But still, y'all don't want no nothing ass man. And it's okay to say that. Right. No one is going to look at you different. Nobody's going to look at you wrong. If you say you want something that somebody that got something going on with self, somebody that's going to be there to, to look out, then just say that. Well, that was Marilyn just said. They got to be bringing something. No, you, she didn't. She said they don't have to have money, but then they got to have money. Right. <laughs> so what do you want? She was flip-flopping. <laughs> I, I guess she means they don't have to be rich. Who the fuck is rich? Yes. And I said that I would ride around the block with him a little while. I get That's what y'all get for like a little Romeo and Bow Wow. That's what y'all get. Cause you y'all know what? Go get go get with Bow Wow and Romeo. Maybe they'll take y'all out. I can't. I cannot. I would leave little Bow Wow and Romeo there to fight with their parents. Now, Marilyn just gave me the, the green light to say I'm not raising none of you bitches. <laughs> so, it's all now. It's up. <laughs> Say that because remember, thank Ebony you, Marilyn. They're gonna run with it. Thank you, Marilyn. All right, so now if y'all thought we was uh, we was in the shit, this ain't nothing. Ideology is up next. With thank with you, t- Marilyn. Ideology 101 T section. What we doing today? I'm right. cold. Now, if, if y'all have paid attention to game seven. We played a little game called Pick'em before. So I want y'all people in the chat to play along with this. And I'm going to throw some things out and y'all say which cast member that y'all think it is. And each of the cast members have to point to which cast member they think it is. So it's going to start off easy and then it might get a little shaky. (laughs) So make sure that y'all are paying attention, man. All right. The first question of the day is who is the oldest? Who's the Don't. oldest on the panel, man? <laughs> Who, who's the KD. oldest on the panel? KD. <laughs> Let us know in the chat who y'all believe is the oldest on the panel, man. That was real easy. Yeah, you're 64 years old. Congratulations. <laughs> She's 64 years old. <laughs> you are already on thin ice. I kid. You're already on thin ice, though. <laughs> what do I do? 
And you gotta put that cowboy. You said you sitting there with the cowboy shit on. That's what you did first and foremost. Cowboys fan. So she a Cowboys fan by 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 um birth. Before uh before we answer, let's let the the people in the chat answer a little bit. Pull some of their answers first. So the next question is going to be, who is the youngest on the panel? This they I don't know if they're going to get this. I don't know if they don't get that one. Nail. <laughs> Katie, did I not just say you have to wait? <laughs> well, you know they know. Talking about oh, <laughs> they do not know, Katie. <laughs> we'll talk about y'all don't pay attention. Look, oops. This is what I'm talking about. These females don't pay attention though. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody tell me who the hell is this? Who who is that? Who is who? Darn no. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who the hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> I see some people saying you ish. Uh-oh, ish. I know. Yeah. I, know. I might look like the little baby, but I am not the little <laughs> baby. <laughs> All right, people. Darnell. Come on with the Darnells. This this might this might be a tough one for y'all, man. Katie, once again, let the chat answer first. Who out of the cast is the first one to snap out? <laughs> 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 What's up, chat? Who is the first member out of the cast that'll snap out? What's y'all answer, man? Let's see, let's see how much they know the people, man. <laughs> no, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All the nails are flowing now. Look. <laughs> what they mean All by the nails out? are popping up. What they mean by snap out, though? All the bells are popping out. You know a snap out. We got a KD. Thank you, Sonny. I all right, let me find my list again, man. Y'all got me distracted. All right, this this one might be this one might be a hard one though. I don't know which way which way this one is gonna go, man. Let us know in the chat, people. Who out of the cast is the most arrogant? Mm. What do y'all ladies think? Who us? Yeah. Oh, that's a toss-up. Point between you and Nail. Point, point to one. Point to one, Katie. You got to pick somebody. I don't somebody. think either. Uh, I don't think arrogant? You don't want to be arrogant. UT. Look at Nell pointing at me. <laughs> UT. <laughs> look, look no. she said no, Nell. No. Who's everybody in the chat going to pick my name? <laughs> Y'all are disrespectful. Y'all are disrespectful, like. That's that's outlandish that all y'all the damn chat gonna pick me. Mm-hmm. Everybody said T. Let me see. Let me see if they're gonna get this one, man. Who out of the cast members would be the first one to cry? <laughs> what's up, chat? What y'all got? Um, what's up? I I'll eat that one, Helen. All right, y'all can point now. Who who do y'all think is the first one to uh cry? <laughs> you know. No. Helen said KD. Yeah. Yo, 
Everybody's picking no, I won't be KD. Yeah, you don't know me at all. No, no, no. You the first one to cry? I think so. I'm gonna cry. Baby. <laughs> no, the first one to cry. <laughs> no, the first one. It's a landslide for you now. Everybody in the chat said you to cry. Baby. Everybody <laughs> said you now. Uh, all right. <laughs> the next question is: Who out of the cast members is the first one to shut down? Let's go, people. <laughs> no, what the fuck are you doing over there? Where did he go? He, he cried. He cried. He went to go cry. No, went to go cry. They said KD. They said you, KD. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll shut the fuck down in a minute. The whole channel. I, I would do that before I cry. I can't walk across these eyes. The whole chat is saying KD, man. All right, yeah, I'll yeah. shut the hell down. You're the, you the first one to shut down, KD. Uh-oh, we yep. got an East Titan. We got an East Titan. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh, East. Oh, man. I see a couple of Eaches in there. Right. I'm probably a runner-up. I'm probably a runner-up. All right, number seven is... Let's go, people. Y'all ready in the chat? Number seven is... Who out of the cast members... Is the funniest. <laughs> What's up? This That's might be a look at now. Look at now. Smile. <laughs> look at now. Smile. This might be a tough one, man. Who out of the cast members is the funniest? Everybody, let's go. People in the chat. What's up? What's y'all answers? It's the nails is popping up. I don't get no love. I can swear I'm the funniest. KD, KD, get love. Oh, oh man. Man. <laughs> okay, look, look, look at Nell. He's such a hater. <laughs> Nell's coming on to you and KD, man. Y'all the funniest? You and KD. You and I KD think our banter back and forth is just crazy. I yeah. guess it is. You and KD is the funniest. <laughs> All right. Let me see what the next question is. Man. All right, number eight. If y'all don't vote for me on this one, <laughs> I, I, I'm canceling this whole fucking show. <laughs> if y'all don't vote for entitlement, me, entitlement, entitlement, entitlement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, look, hey, look listen. at him. Look at call him. it whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> Number eight. Who out of the cast members is the smartest? <laughs> Let's go, people. Oh my god. Yeah, I'll be smart. <laughs> Who out of the cast members is the smartest people? Let's go in the chat. Throw that KD up now. Don't be shy. Throw the KD up right there. Don't be shy. Everybody. I can't. Y'all is shout out, man. <laughs> Let's so go, chat. We got T. Let's go, chat. Who out of the cast members is the smartest? We got, got Ish. This this one going all down line. I don't Everybody. know. Everybody, Katie, what's up? Cynthia said, "All of us." That's a setup question. question, right, Marilyn? Oh, I'm, not, I'm not understanding why I didn't win this easily. <laughs> it's a T T Thank with that smart with all that smart <laughs> Thank you, Barb. All right, this this one this one could be a toss up, but. It, it should pretty much be a, a, a easy pick, but we'll see how this goes, man. Who out of the cast members is the nastiest? What that mean? Dirty, stinky. 
ugly what? Nigga, like you want to lick her ass. Thinking. Like you want to lick her ass, nigga. Nasty. Freaky. Oh, Ish, we already know Ish. That's a toss-up <laughs> between those two. <laughs> Ish. You seen that damn? You seen that damn video she had? What video? Get off the elevator in that hotel room. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! It's the last lot with you though. Yeah, it's the last lot with you, Ish. Oh no, you nasty. And they said nail second. No, you nasty, though. I don't know. I think T got nasty nail beat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say I got nail beat, but you know that's yeah, I think T got nail beat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. What's the next question? All right. This one should be easy, but we'll see, man. Who out of the cast members is the loudest? What's up, people? <laughs> like, <Jewish. laughs> what's up, people? Go ahead, ladies. Y'all can point. Y'all, you and Katie can point. <laughs> Who do y'all think is the loudest? <laughs> Who do y'all think is the loudest? Let's go, Chad. Who do y'all think is the loudest? Me, Loretta. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the loudest, people? I cannot. Not KD. KD ain't the loudest. Oh, I am loud, but not louder than that one. <laughs> they didn't say me. They care. didn't say me. <laughs> well, I was like neck and neck to you, Nell. That's what I'm saying. I think Nell's louder than me, though. Angelia said that's hard. That ain't hard. Uh, Nell loud as shit. Man. All right. <laughs> Number 11 is who is the quietest out of the crew? What's up? Uh, Y'all can point. Uh, Who you gonna point to, Katie? We already know. Ish. <laughs> but I'm really not that quiet though. Right. Like, for, people who, for people who like really know me, like I'm really not quiet, but I am quiet on here. All right, the chat, the chat is saying ish. I seen one for you, no. No, it's damn sure not the quietest. I don't know. Look, just come in on the Nell, parts where Nell not got that. I'll be saying here, quiet as kept. Listen, no, it's Stacey, sending, you don't know me at all, do you? It's Stacey too. No, is sending cash apps to the people to say his name. <laughs> he damn sure is not the quietest. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, I think you got that one easy. Yes. All right. This one is this one gonna be a hard one, man. This this one gonna be a hard one, chat. Who out of the cast members would you trust the most? What's up? Oh, thank you, Rhonda. <laughs> Come on, Nelson. I'm sending out character over there. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's beautiful. That's that touched my heart. Thank you. I can't believe they put your name up there for the quietest. That's insane. <laughs> what she did say in a different setting. I don't give a fuck what setting it is. He is never the fucking quiet. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, you getting all the love for the most trustworthy. Yes. <laughs> the fuck? <Thank> <laughs> That's outlandish. <laughs> That's outlandish, uh. People saying all of us. Tara said all of us. I'm not mad at that. 
No, you the uh, you the most trustworthy, not. No, Barb Barb don't trust none of us. Look how she zipped up. <laughs> Dang, Barb, it's like that. Barb you said, "I ain't, I ain't fooling with near not one of them. Not Barb near said, not one. None of you. Not none. We got two more questions, people. We got two more questions. Let me see. What, all right, we got three more questions. My bad. Who out of the cast is the latest? Always late. What's up, people? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not lately. I am always on oh, time. Me? That's right. It's T. Well, you do have work obligations. So. You have work obligations. So. Let me see. And, right. and, okay, there's T. And it be somebody that be killing us every week. Angela be killing us every week. Want something they can't start on time. It's because of Karen. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. We pushed it back from nine to nine fifteen to help you get Joe's life situated. You used to have some computer issues. That's true. That's and true. that's why we. I'll be on here waiting on y'all. I don't appreciate me. Okay. Somebody said you eat. Somebody said you the latest ish. I thought you love me. I be like the almost always early or on time. Always. Oh, I'm never Angela, early. I miss how many shows? One, really? Look, Katie, Katie, tell us. <laughs> really? Tara said I you are. The show look, Katie, Tara said you are improving. <laughs> Tara. You still, you still the latest though. <laughs> I'm not I, I used to be at work, people. I used to be. All right. I don't know if if they've been paying attention, they should know this uh next answer. People in the chat. Y'all let the people in the chat answer first before y'all point. Who on the chat has the most kids? Let's go, people. What's up, chat? No, I told you to wait, cuz. <laughs> 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 no, you got the most kids. No, you got yeah. the most. <laughs> no, got the most Where? kids out here, man. And moms? No, you got the most kids out here, dog. First of all, why is all y'all saying my name like that? I don't appreciate that. <laughs> you one with a landslide. I won with yeah. a landslide. All right, for, so for the record, <laughs> because I don't want this shit to go <laughs> crazy, it's only two kids. <laughs> it's only two fucking kids. I don't want y'all looking at this shit like it's fucking crazy. <laughs> All right, the last question is, this one This one might be a tough one. Let me sit up for that shit. The last question is, who out of the crew is the most diva-ish. Who out of the crew <laughs> is the most diva-ish? <laughs> Who is the diva in the crew, people? The diva or the divo? Either or. <laughs> Either or. That's why I said diva-ish. Who is the diva of the crew? No, KD. Whoa, KD. <laughs> Who is the diva of the crew, people? Uh-oh, another KD. <laughs> no, is the latest. <laughs> no, is the diva. Damn, Damn that's what I said, or diva. <laughs> Not both ladies. <laughs> Y'all ladies is the diva. No, you, no, you're the diva. Diva, though. Damn, no, you're the diva, though. 
<laughs> Look at that face. <laughs> Deep. It's a tie between. It's a tie between KD. KD if if this was Wednesday nail. <laughs> Deep on Wednesday. <laughs> Look at that face. I'm a deep on Wednesday. <laughs> No, I wouldn't call you a deal though. This is the people. That's what the people are saying. Now. I'm asking Tara. I'm a diva on Wednesday. <laughs> no, 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 said, how, how is he a diva? Yeah. He's a diva, Helen. He's but a diva. It's so how I'm. I'm. I'm Connie. I'm. I'm confused with that one because I'm like. <laughs> You ain't send the cash app, dog. That's what happened when you don't send the cash app. You the diva now. Yeah. On Wednesday? I can see if y'all said Sunday, but on Wednesday? Angelia said you act out. That's why you a diva. On Wednesday? I, I didn't say it. Good brother Tara said it. <laughs> no, she just telling Helen that that's why you a diva. Helen but on active. Wednesday? <laughs> Tara is the one who said it, man. That was the diva, man. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying on Wednesday? <laughs> look, 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 look at you. But on Wednesday? <laughs> look, Marilla got your back. No, Marilla got your back. She said, no, you just bougie. Marilla on Wednesday? <laughs> Where bougie at? On Wednesday? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, just shiver me timbers, please. Goodness gracious. See, somebody said, said see, you somebody said you. You That's got one. Right. I'm definitely not a diva. <laughs> I'll see you though, Stacey. With the upgraded kicks. That ain't a diva. I don't got no upgraded kicks. Helen said, y'all look up diva. <laughs> I can't. It's okay. Thank you. Y'all look up diva. That was the last question, man. Who, oh, who, who do y'all on the crew think is the diva of the crew? Katie, I'll take it. <laughs> Katie, I, 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 yeah. I, yeah. Now I'm calm. I'm I'm calm, Tara. It's only jokes. I ain't I ain't, I ain't upset. Take Kate, we know Katie is the diva of them all. Yeah, Katie is definitely I the diva. Of the crew, man. But yeah, that one the episode the diva of the game with I love it. It was a great game. All right. So before we get into going with 60 seconds with Nell, right, I want everybody in the comments to post a number between one and 20. The person who guesses the number that's in my head is going to is going to win a very, very is going to go home today. It's Christmas. We're giving away gifts. Right. So whoever guesses the number between one and 20, the first person who guesses the number that's in my head between one and 20 will get a beautiful Christmas gift just before the show is over. But hold on, uh, hold on. Uh, if y'all want one more question, uh, just post the question in the chat. So when Nell finishes uh, going to 60 seconds, we'll ask the question. But if y'all got a question, put it in the chat. Uh, they put in the numbers now, so you can go ahead and do going. To Absolutely. So let's recap this week's NFL score. So um, if you've been under a rock or whatever the case may be, this is the holiday season. Merry Christmas to everybody. The season um, week, what is this? Week 16 started on Thursday night, and it started with the the Raiders and the Steelers. The Steelers, Steelers came back to beat the Raiders 13-10. Also, we had games on Saturday. Typically, we don't have many games on Saturday, but we had a lot of games on Saturday, starting with the Buffalo Bills beating the Chicago Bears 35-13. The Saints eliminating T's team from playoff contention 
First Sam- of all, you ain't had to say all that. And Brown <laughs> and Chiefs beat the Seattle Seahawks 24-10. The Vikings came back at the last seconds to kick a 61-yard field goal to beat the Giants 27-24. The Cincinnati Bengals beat up on the New England Patriots 22-18, crushing and slimming the hopes of the New England Patriots making the playoffs. Panthers beat up on the Lions 37-23. The Falcons, the lowly Falcons, lost to the Baltimore Ravens 17-9. And the 49ers beat Sanders 37-20. The game of the week featured two NFC rivals, the 13-1 Eagles versus the 11-3, at the time, 10-4 Dallas Cowboys with the Cowboys prevailing 40 to 34. It was a beautiful game uh, with the Dallas Cowboys not only winning the game, but also solidifying the playoff spot. So you can see both the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys this year in the in the playoffs. And hopefully they may play each other to represent the NFC um going to the Super Bowl. That's our hopes. No. Mm-hmm. Can we um address Maryland picking like 34 fucking numbers in the chat? How are we supposed to pick one number, Maryland? She picked like 34 <laughs> fucking different numbers. <laughs> Maryland said, listen, it's gonna be one of these numbers, and you going oh, t- you ain't t- gonna t- have no choice. Understand. Hold on, no, hold on, hold on, no. So if somebody picked the same number, are you gonna pick? The person who picked that number first? Yes. yes. Uh, so the person who picked the number first will actually win. And what you're going to win is something that we've been talking about now here for weeks. It's the Uncensored Minds rug. This beautiful rug has been customized. And it's our logo on it. It's going to be shipped out immediately following this broadcast to the person who successfully picked the number. We didn't want to do it. We, we kind of had hopes of saying, oh, who's our top fan who's always common who's always whatever but everybody's always doing it so we wanted to just make it easy and whoever picked the number first what else katie one so <laughs> the reason the number that i picked has to do with last week's show and this week's show right last week we all had to wear our alma mater's right colors right and if you remember East had on Temple, T had on Dell State, Karen had on the grocery store in Townsend. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop it. She had on gold for her high school alma mater. We remember. had on her middle school colors. Her middle school. <laughs> and oh, her middle school. Okay. I had on Penn State. What does that have to do with this week? This week, there was a bet made between right. Nell and Ish. Whoever won had to wear the colors of the team of their rival. She's an Eagles fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. The number that I chose was number 11. Shout outs to Helen for being the first person to actually comment at number 11. And why number 11 is so synonymous is Michael Parsons not only played for Penn State, he played for the Dallas Cowboys, and he wears number 11. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. I don't know if that's true. What? I don't, I don't know if Helen was the first <laughs> Oh, who else said number 11? <laughs> <laughs> um, Marilyn. 
Marilyn was the first person that picked number 11. Was that her first number? No. Yes. Oh, no, that wasn't her first number. No, it wasn't. And hers was 17, 7. No, sir. Marilyn said 17 first. Carmel said 7. Marilyn said 14. Belina said 15. Marilyn said 5. Tara said 5. Helen said 11. Tara right. said 10. So Helen so was, Helen the, was first the first person to say number 11. Number 11 is Michael Parsons, who played for both Penn State and the Dallas Cowboys, who whooped up on those Philadelphia Eagles behinds. So shout out to Marilyn. She is yeah. the winner of this cool rug. Marilyn, you better take care yeah. of it. I mean, not Marilyn, Helen. 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 <laughs> take care of it. Because if I come to your house and it's dirty, it's a problem. Also, get you two guys straight on the disrespect. Okay, Dave, we do not like beef. Cool dogs okay Miller school high school thompson Bull oh thompson bulldogs i couldn't remember it once right. again no who <laughs> that was high school it's, or middle school this respect is not accepted y'all had 34 Ooh. people that would go into that school yes who the disrespect is not accepted thompson no. In the championship game, they played the middle school down the road. <laughs> also, also, we have a ton. Of, this is another opportunity for you guys to, to get a gift. Now, I know we just picked the number for the rug. We also have a beautiful, beautiful gift basket with swag from all four uncensored people. Right? Right. See, it's Christmas time, people. Not only are you going to get an autographed signed copy of, of One More Kiss, if you don't already have it in your collection, you'll get an autograph, but you also get a t-shirt as well. We're going to get you some 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 freaky deaky from Raw Honey. Freaky deaky. We're going to get you one of Karen's many publications. And you're going to get some Friday Night Lights shit too but we're going to do it even a little better than that the person who successfully guesses this excerpt will get a beautiful beautiful pair of sneakers from telemade kicks uh -oh. we do every wednesday at 8 p.m minus the bougie minus the so bougie. whoever can guess them will get a pair of nikes from us as well, so you get five things, not just four, because I'm on two public. I'm on two broadcasts, Telemade Kicks, and also Uncensored Mind. So let me read a little passage there to you, and you tell me which author, not not just KD, not just T, but it could be Kenya, it could be JC, it could be a number of people that were on our show throughout this year. I am going to read an excerpt of their book, and I want you to tell me who published this book. Can it not be a whole chapter like somebody else? It's only going to be about <laughs> I don't. Hey, he be trying to give you the feel. She be trying to set the scene. All right, so here it is right here, ladies and gentlemen. Just tell us who wrote this, and the person who wins is going to get a bunch of, a bunch of great things. Catherine is back and fighting and her fight is stronger than ever before. She is known for protecting her loved ones from the enemy, 
but what will she do when she finds out her enemy lives within not one, but several loved ones? She soon learns her battle is far tougher than any battle she has to endure. Katrina has to pull strength from when she was a little girl afraid of Boogeyman, that very person that gave her protection then resurfaces in her life even stronger now. Can I play? Who wrote that? What was the author of who wrote that? The first person to comment will get swag. Can I play? Mm, that's a good one. Great one. That damn sure wasn't me. Uh... You said the name wrong the first time. No, you said Catherine. Catherine's not a um, character, I don't think. Somebody said Kenya. Uh, Tara said Kenya. Damn, Helen on today, it was KD. And KD, sometimes you got to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say nothing because it's supposed to for people to know who the people really is. KD, come on. Shout <laughs> out to Helen for guessing that right. It she actually can't can't her. She's so entitled. Listen, no, she's so entitled. She can't keep her mouth right. <laughs> she said, don't get my words wrong now. No, but at the end of the day, it was supposed to throw people off. I know how to read yeah. Right. Uh, it was it was meant to throw people off because we want people to read your publications. That's what it is. So the book is by Karen D. Neal. This is actually the book right here. It's called The Flip Side. Make sure you go out there and 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 read up on a number of different Karen's publications. We also got One More Kiss by T. We also got a number of different publications from people like Kenya Graves and um, JC and um, all of the other authors authors that we had um here on the channel so we wanted yeah. to make sure that we highlight them so you will tell her not only will you get the uncensored minds rug but you'll also get that that um swag bag that has a number of different pieces from the four of us and make sure you go out there and support people like kenya here's another book it's called confessions of a cougar you know what okay. i mean a great great read kenya has a number of different books out so go out there and read one more kiss the flip side, Confessions of a Cougar, and all the other books that represent who we are here at Uncensored Minds. So, no. yeah. hold on, no, I wanted to say, uh, first of all, fucking what me like that. Dog. What? <laughs> Y'all see how deep that motherfucker is right now? <laughs> fucking what me like that. <laughs> I want to say that I knew that that was Katie's book mm -hmm. because. It said something about a boogeyman. <laughs> so it said something about a boogeyman. I knew that was <laughs> boogeyman. <laughs> boogeyman, boogeyman. But y'all, we implore you to all to go out there and support all of these different platforms, whether it be TellerMade Kicks, Game seven. whether TellerMade the channel within itself. Again, 2023 is going to be a big year for the channel. Yeah. Not only do we have TellerMade Kicks on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m., we also have Game 7 on Thursdays at 7, which culminates right over until Sunday at 9 p.m. or so with Uncensored Minds. But be on the lookout for additional shows and additional content that will be coming your way, be it uh, Uncensored Minds, um, Top Fan, 
or whatever you are, you will get to enjoy a number of different um, contents that we will be producing here on all of our platforms. Go out there and support Raw Honey for all your own personal um, needs, um, making your 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 afterlife, your, your your after parties, and your whatever the case may be is exciting and romantic. Um, uh, no, we can just say that that's that. for uh, all the entitled single by choice uh, ladies. <laughs> cut it, cut it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? We can follow Karen. You know I mean, Karen on the move. We got Karen everywhere. Karen's be on the move. Karen be here. Karen be there. Karen's corner. Karen on the move. Whatever Karen platform it is, um, we're going to support that as well. You got us here, Friday Night Lights. You got me doing my thing, my bougie thing, my <laughs> everything on Wednesday. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. That's crazy. That's what it is. So shout outs to our winners. Shout outs to everybody that makes us here at Uncensored Minds um, so grateful and thankful for the presences that is you. Um, it's, it's individuals like, and I'm going to name a few people. So don't be upset if your name is not called. It's not that we don't think about you or you're not on our brains. It's just these people are synonymous with keeping us in line. And it's people like Barbara Jones who helps move the needle forward she's always um conscientious of the things that we post and she's commenting on those things she's making sure that she's checking us when we need to be checked people like diana humber who asks well like i need to apologize to the people because diana said i was being i was being wrong to 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 no who who was it, it was some, no not diana somebody hit me off of wednesday and said how the hell do you not include each in the in the Christmas gift? We showed KD's sneaks on Christmas on the Wednesday show because each lives in Philly. We could just drop them off to her door. But don't worry, each is a part of the circle. She gets things too. We don't exclude her. But we appreciate y'all for always oh, keeping yes. check. So Barbara, Angela, Diana, Rhonda for always being a top fan. Rhonda, you won't get a, a swag bag just for being first all the time. You know what I mean? Being first on Uncensored Minds, Telemade Kicks, or even Game 7. Um, Helen, thank you. Cynthia, thank you. Um, to all our top fans, Janine, Tara, Laura, Loretta, um, Lady B, who else? I, the, Kenya, the names can go on. All the past guests that we had, JC, Sheba. Um, man, the list goes on. Um, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We our next show will actually be January 1st. So this is the last show on Uncensored Minds of 2022. And all of us here is so very grateful of the past year that we spent. And my favorite show, and I'm going to go around and let y'all all say what y'all favorite show is from 2022. But my favorite show was the, the show of the unveiling of the beautiful Ish. When we did that show, that was the greatest show to me. And it seemed like it was so far, so long ago, but that show actually happened in 2022 when the four of us came together as a unit and we've been rocking and rolling ever since. So Ish, thank you, thank you, thank you for stabilizing us all here at Uncensored Minds. We appreciate you, we love you, and we thank you. Ladies, you love you guys too. Thank you. Ladies, let me know.
No, yeah. no cowboys. No. <laughs> I got two. Can you have two? You can have whatever you want to have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would say the the episode where I joined is definitely one of my favorites, but I think my most favorite is the 100th episode only because then I was able to, you know, meet KD. I was able to, you know, experience the chemistry all under one roof. And I think for me, that was the most epic so far. Uh, KD? I said, I said 100 episodes. Here we go, Diva shit. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) KD said. Tape, roll back tape. I said my... Katie, Katie, I heard you say it, we but the it. people didn't hear you. Like you didn't give an explanation. You just said the hundredth. Like, oh, y'all didn't ask for an explanation. I can't. Y'all see why she's the diva, right? Y'all, y'all. Because it's precise, but it was the one episode because, um, like each said, you could feel the energy under one roof, and um, I, I had the chance to meet everyone in person. So the 100th episode was by far one of my favorites. One of the favorites. All right, I'm going to say, even though Katie took that butt plug up her ass on the 100th episode, that was not my favorite episode. I'm going to say, I I don't know if I have a favorite episode per se, but I do want to say that um, I always, you know, every few episodes or so, I always challenge the cast and I always ask them, what are you learning? And so that's what I always challenge them. And I challenge you all as people to continue to learn, to continue to grow, to continue to move forward and not stand stagnant as a person. It only helps you out. Not only does it give you an advantage when you're talking to other people, but it helps you out personally to continue to move forward people yeah. what's up man episode 111 man episode 111 i'm calling hr i'm giving out spankings i want to change my um favorite show what's up my favorite show is the show that kd was not on that that day and she fake wanted to quit <laughs> <laughs> we had to run that show without her that was my favorite show. That was your favorite no, show. no, it wasn't. No, I couldn't. You know what? As much as y'all think that we go back and forth, as much as y'all see the candor and the excitement that comes from this combustible union that we have, I would be remiss if I didn't say that I love Kitty and I love the energy that she brings. And she brings the best out of me. She makes me think. She makes me to look at point of views from a different perspective and she challenges us so much that we have to think and not only do we have to think but we also have to mirror those same expectations that we put out there and that same conversation that we say we want to see we have to challenge ourselves to see if we're living it so thank you to the three of you for allowing us to have this amazing space. As I say on every show, this is therapeutic on so many levels. Mental health is such an intricate aspect of life. And the way that you cope is by 
having those outlets that allows your mental health to breathe. And this right here, every Sunday allows me to have therapeutic sessions within myself, but also with you guys and find a happy medium. So thank you, Katie. Thank you, Ish. Thank you, T. And thank you, everybody out there for making Uncensored Minds where, where we're at today. And we only ask of you to help us grow even more by liking, sharing, commenting, subscribing, and also sharing with all of your friends, your family, and anybody that you come across this platform. Because 2023, if you haven't, if you think you've seen it all, you haven't seen it yet. And we're going to start hitting y'all over the head as early as January. Just think, the big homie got a birthday in January, so you already know January is a big month for him. It and sure the fuck is. <laughs> we just going to carry this like no other. So we appreciate the Dianas of the world, the Barbers of the world, the Helens of the world, the Angelas of the world, the 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 Lady Bees of the world, and any and everybody else that's a part of this, the Terras, the everybody's because your beautiful, loving spirit, but also the way you hold us accountable is amazing. Can't forget the Merlins of the worlds and and the Valenias and the Janines, because people going to hit me up later and say, you ain't say my name. <laughs> You ain't said nothing with you. <laughs> I ain't got time for it. Right. Diana, but we love you all. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you and hang your ass back here next week. Is this the last show of the year? The last one, brother. Yes. Last is, one. Our next show is actually January 1st. This is the last show of the year. And I just want to say before we go into 2023, if Ish and KD don't get their shit together, I'm going to take my belt off and beat their asses. <laughs> what we had did, what we had did, KD, because I, I, mean, I don't know. I think, I think it's that grouping thing, you know, that grouping thing, just grouping us, you know, with with others. Yeah, you, what you see wrong because we don't see it as wrong. You're never, you're never going to see wrong. <laughs> so that's why you have to put the glasses on for us to see what you see. Beach ass, that's all. Just you get prepared. Get that ass ready. That's all. Get that ass ready. I'm get that, that ass ready. ready. Get that ass ready. <laughs> we saw one eleven, man. Whatever that one eleven. Damn, that's one eleven, huh? I know. One eleven. Eleven's a, a good. Hey, he already opened a show with the one one ones. Oh yeah, and next week. Yeah. Next we week now it's gonna be episode one twelve. The erotic zone. Ooh, my mind is racing. Ding, ding, ding. 112. Where did 112 come from? 112 is going to be next bro, week's episode. Where the play is 12, nigga? Where, bro, oh, yeah, what, bro, yeah. 112. Come on, man. What the fuck we talking it, it, about? It, it, it is. I'm sorry. I'm I'm kind of slow. I ain't, the, I ain't the brightest bulb in the thing, some people said. But yeah, it's going to be 112. And that's even going to be set episode 112 with 1123. Right? So it is going to be, yeah. Yeah, look at that. Mm -hmm. KD, your little spiritual numbers are starting to come into place. Hey, mm -hmm. they're showing up everywhere. Those are my numbers, too. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> hey, the ones and the twos, those are my numbers. Okay. We'll see y'all next week. Bye, Bye every week. Have a great week. All right, and I don't want to see right. 
the New Year's resolutions this week. I hate the last week of January, December. All you going to see on people's polls, I can't wait to jump into 2023 and leave 2022 alone. And niggas like, oh, stop it. Y'all been saying that shit since y'all was 14 and y'all now 63 like KD. Look, no, no, no. Damn, see, look, one more time. I knew that was coming. I knew no, it was coming. No, this is very John, though. This is very John. New year, new me. New year, new me. <laughs> new year, new me. <laughs> <laughs> they be the same steak and asses. We out of here. <laughs> I am out of control. <laughs>